What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. Today's episode is going to be brought to you by Mystery Ranch, built for the mission. And if you guys aren't rocking a Mystery Ranch Fireline pack, well, you're doing it wrong and your back probably hates you. But in addition to all of your load-bearing essentials, they make a ton of other stuff. And especially stuff that's going back to the Wildland Fire community, which is pretty damn sweet. So as you well know, the uh, Mystery Ranch Backbone Series scholarships and the Backbone Series itself is up and it's live on mysteryranch.com. And if you want to support the cause and uh, su help support these men and women in the field contributing to a larger message, well, swing over to www.mysteryranch.com and check out the Mystery Ranch three-way briefcase. It is is a badass little briefcase and make a good crew boss kit. Or if you need to uh, get a bag to throw all of your civvy gear and all of your essentials, like your flip flops and your toothbrush and all that stuff, little hotel bag, well, check out the Urban Assault 21 in Wildfire Black. All the proceeds, well, a portion of the proceeds goes back to the Backbone Series Scholarship. And uh, yeah, those folks are doing some great work over there. It's pretty awesome. So if you want to find out more, go over to www.mysteryranch.com and check it out. The Anchor Point Podcast is also going to be brought to you by our premier coffee sponsor, and that is going to be none other than Hotshot Brewery. It's kick-ass coffee for a kick-ass cause, and a portion of the proceeds will always go back to the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. So if you're in the need for some badass uh I guess, off-duty gear, some uh, stuff to help rep that wildland firefighter culture, or you need all the tools of the trade to get your morning started off right, or you're just running low on coffee and need to re-up on that uh, coffee game, well, head over to www.hotshotbrewing.com and check it out. And while you're at it, they support the Anchor Point podcast by slinging our merch. So if you want to get your hands on some of the staples, some of the flagship uh, merch, some t-shirts and stuff, then head over to www.hotshotbrewing.com and check out the little tab that says Anchor Point Podcast or TAPS for short, T-A-P-P-S. And uh, yeah, get your hands on some of that merch. So go check it out. The Anchor Point Podcast would also like to give a quick little shout out to our buddy Booze over at The Ass Movement, and that stands for the Anti-Surface Shitting Movement. Yep, I said it. It's a hilarious name, but they are serious about conservation, especially cleaning up and uh, kind of passing the message of burying your poo. It's a disgusting problem. Honestly, it sucks. It's disgusting. It needs to stop. So if you want to get some of your uh, poo-burying propaganda and spread the good word about burying your turds, well, head over to www.thefirewild.com and check out the ass movement where you can score all of your exclusive ass movement merch. And last but not least, the Anchor Point Podcast is going to be brought to you by our good friends over at the Smoky Generation, also known as the American Wildfire Experience. Uh, Bethany, you have an awesome organization over there, and uh, I dig it. So uh, what it is basically is a digital archive, a digital collection of wildland firefighting stories dating all the way back to the 1940s. There's a collection of over 100 now, uh, probably closer to 200 now, and it's pretty awesome. So it is a global affair now, and there has been tons of winners of the Smoky Generation grants, which is awesome. So if you uh, are interested in sharing your story, if you're telling the story of Wildland Fire, if you happen to be a blogger, photographer, writer, videographer, anybody who's telling the story of Wildland Fire across the globe, go over to www.wildfireexperience.org and check it out and wait for that 2022 season to open up for those 
$500 grants for you folks in the field telling a story. It is pretty awesome. Bethany, keep it up. I love it. The views and opinions of this podcast do not reflect the views and opinions of the United States government, the Department of the Interior, the Department of Defense, the Department of Agriculture, the United States Forest Service, the Bureau of Land Management, National Park Service, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, or any private, municipal, county, or state firefighting organization, any law enforcement agency, any medical provider, or any contractor employed by any federal agency. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. So today on the show, we are going to have round three with JK Boots. We're going to have a third round of the Big Badass Boot episode, which is pretty cool. Uh, JK is one of those uh, companies that is uh, they're a rising star, if you will, within the fire industry, and they make some pretty badass boots. And uh, they also contribute and give back to the community by donating a large portion of money to the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. Hell, you can even get fitted and sized up and uh, get a brand new pair of boots over there at the foundation if you want to. Oh, yeah. I just want to make a quick little point that, uh, yeah, I am not in any way sponsored or receive financial compensation from JK Boots. I just believe in their uh, their philosophy and uh, I like what they're doing. So, yeah, there's that. But other than that, uh, we're going to not necessarily focus so much on the boots per se, but we're going to uh, get an idea of him and who he is as a person, his business philosophy. And uh, yeah, we're going to learn all about the uh, the philosophy behind JK Booch. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's going to be a long one. It's about three hours long, but we have some pretty good uh, topics and draw a lot of comparisons between the entrepreneurial world and wildland firefighters and being a fucking savage. It's pretty cool. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my good friend, Tim from JK Boots. Welcome to the Anchor Point. Tim Kodzi. Kodzi. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. Don't worry. Dude, if you mess, bro, I don't care. Honestly, it's good. Don't worry. Kodzi. Kodzi. There Dude, you go. I always mess up your, your, there you go. your last name. Do not worry. Tim is easy. So Kodatsky. No. <laughs> <laughs> whatever works, dude. Whatever, hey, floats, whatever your floats your boat, yeah, right? That's right. That's right. All right. So let's get into yeah. this. You saw the intro? That is the intro. Oh, that was the intro? Are we in right now? Okay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in, dude. <laughs> perfect. So, perfect. ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Anchor Point Podcast. Uh, today on the show, we've got round three with Tim Round Kadzi. three. Tim Kodzi. Kodzi. There it is. There See, is. I keep that's messing okay. it up, dude. Do not worry. Again, all high school <laughs> years, it was messed up. Do not worry. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Good to be back, man. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I remember our first one. I was sitting in my room. I was literally on the, on the speakerphone with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it was my you brother. brother. Yeah. yeah. My brother and I. Yeah. And the second one, my brother and I too, that was in my office at the shop. I remember that also very vividly. Yeah. You were just getting started up on that first one. Yeah. I think you were like, I want to say like my third or fifth guest. Yeah. On yeah. The show. Yeah. 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 That was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. awesome. And back then I remember telling you, I was like, dude, this is going to be big. I had, it's gonna blow you know, up. dude, I had no idea that it was going to be as successful as it was, uh, that it is today. And, uh, it's just like last night, man, we were hanging out yeah. here and hanging out at, uh, what was it? Uh, the fly river or fall river, fall river, fall river yeah. brewery, yeah. man. It was cool, man. Just like yeah. hanging out with folks that are yeah. just like showing up to yeah. 
hang out. Yeah. It's, a, it, it's a culture. It's a community thing. Like, it is. like it's going to tie everybody together and nobody had done anything like that for, I think wildfire at all. No, there's and nothing. You kind of pioneered that, you know, and that's really, really awesome. Yeah. yeah. And you know, what's cool is, uh, I, I think that that first, like that first follower, if you will, like there's some other couple of podcasts that are specific to fire that are in the space, like wildland fire and uh special shout out to, uh, our buddy over there. Who's running the, the fire podcast. What was it called? Um, life with fire. Okay. Yeah, Amanda yeah. Montai. Mm-hmm. She was a guest mm-hmm. and she was my second guest on the show, man. And wow. She's just crushing it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. It's cool because she focuses more on like the educational component of yeah. her podcast and like educational component of fire. Whereas I am kind of like a more all encompassing, like culture kind of thing. Cause there is a culture. There is There's definitely. a massive Dude, you culture. Got, you got like off into the deep end yeah. of the yeah. firefighter There's culture. a massive culture. And like oh, I was yeah. telling you on the way here, like you don't know unless you know somebody in it mm-hmm. or unless you're in it yourself. Well, it's like a know? far removed problem. Like we we're talking on the car right over Yeah, It's here, somewhere man. far away. Yeah. It's something happening. You just see smoke. Like you don't know. You yeah. Know? It's not a problem that's like in your face, but people need to do this job. And it's hundred percent. Yeah. It's cool, man. And there's a ton of, it's very militaristic in the camaraderie oh, you know, aspect. Deep. And it's super. like, I've just seen that and I'm not a firefighter. never have been, you know, I've never been on the line, but just dealing with firefighters, you know, yeah. you see that this brotherhood aspect, like you have, you know, that sticker. I mean, like, that's awesome. Yeah. The band of brothers, band of brothers sticker. Like that's, that's what it is, you know, and you get that vibe just by dealing with these guys, you know, a crew will come in and you see it, you know? Oh yeah, dude. It's cool. It's cool to see that, that brotherhood, sisterhood, that family, that fire family like unfold. And like, it's, it's, it's gotta be different, a little bit different from you because you've never fought fire, but you've seen it like third hand. Like I respect that. Like, you know, when you see it, you respect. And that's why I, like I told you, like, I love dealing with firefighters because they're always disciplined, good guys. You yeah. know, obviously there's bad apples in any industry anywhere. That's anywhere. That's you anywhere. Got good crews and got bad exactly. crews. You got good boots and you got bad exactly. boots. Exactly. hundred percent. But yeah. like dealing with them across the board is just a pleasure, you know, respectful, good, disciplined, kind of straight to the point, which I like that, you know, yeah. and that's just the best. And you know, that's why fire is a huge, you know, part of our, of our company. It's a huge part of our business, you know, and I love dealing with them. They're great, great, great. Like I'm so happy that we have, you know, a good following in the fire community because it's just easy to work with them. It makes business enjoyable. You know, I love doing it. Like, you know, making sales, being on the sales floor, you know, working with guys, you know, what a pleasure. Like, you know, guys will come in and just, dude, you hear crazy stories. Oh yeah, dude. All the time. Oh yeah. It's awesome. And and, And they're just straight up nice dudes. You know, it's really, really cool. Like even our, you know, we're here in Reading, like our first, one of our first guys that was here with us, you know, was a fire guy. I mean, working with him, you know, being on the same team, what a pleasure. Like discipline straight up to the point, you know, doesn't mess around. Good communicators. Good communicate. Very, very good communicators. Yeah. Straight to yes. the point, man. They don't pull any punches. Yeah. They don't, yeah. It was awesome. So, you know, just kudos to the fire community for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. yeah. well thank you. Yeah. And, uh, you've been doing a lot of work for the fire community. Like yeah. you said, you guys make boots, you guys make a shit ton of boots. Yeah. Awesome boots. Yes. And every review that I've heard, uh, or the referrals that I've made to you guys, like they've been impressed by your boots. So I've, I want to keep that relationship yeah. going yeah. and yeah. like, just, I'm going to simp for the brand, you know, Thank you. that's good. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah dude. I, yeah. I like what you guys are doing here. Yeah. And uh, a, a cool, like, I don't know if everybody that's listening to this right now has heard the first two initial uh, podcasts that we've done. Go listen to them if you have. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's worth it. We'll touch yeah. on some of the topics. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah, some repeat uh, just for a, sure. a, as a refresher course, I guess you could 100%, say. Yeah. But yeah, the, um, the amount of stuff that you guys do for the fire community, you like you get paired up with the wildland firefighter yep. foundation. Yep. They sell your boots out of Boise yep. out of the wildland yep. firefighter foundation yep. themselves. Yep. And we donate a portion of every sale to the foundation That's that, huge, that happens. And then um, just in general, you know, so the guy over there, Burke, yeah, like, like I was telling you, you know, we get so many emails for 
promotions, you know, sponsorships, giveaways, you know, asking yeah. for money and like, no, we, we set aside a budget to do that every year. Like we love doing that, but you can only do so much and it's hard to filter because I don't know everything that's going on, you know, in the fire world. Yeah. And so that's why we have this great relationship with Burke. If Burke says that it's good and we should do it, like we do it, you know, and well, it's a we good trust thing. You know? We were talking about that too. Yeah. Is like the way you and I kind of have a business philosophy. We yeah. kind of kind of come in conclusion that we don't endorse things and we don't like uh, sell ad space or like partner with anybody unless we believe in their company. 100%. It has to be real. It has to be, it has to be real. It has to be authentic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So, and Burke's doing a great thing. And that's a huge thing, not only for Burke, because now uh, he has even more of a reason for people to come by the foundation, yes. you know, because you can go get brand new pair of boots yeah. right there. Yep. Right. Yep. That's huge. Yep. But also it benefits you guys as a business and yep. you guys are small. You guys are like, yeah, yeah. still mom and pop style, still yeah. mom and pop yeah. style. Yeah. It's not like you're whatever other boot yeah. place out there that's selling yeah. to national chains. Yep. We had that conversation last night because you yep. get a lot of control over the quality of your product. Thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's thousand cool. percent. That's why we did this in writing. Yeah. You know, we could have hooked up with any other boot store and just, you know, sold boots like, you know, third party. It's called a dealer relationship. Yeah. Sell and them wholesale and yeah. then they resell your stuff. Yeah. 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 And not that there's anything particularly horrible with that or wrong with that. You know, if, if it's good, it's good. Great. Like anything can work. But like my philosophy, my brothers and I, my dad, you know, so it's a JK, it was my dad's initials, John yeah. Codsey, right? So it's like, it's our name on there. If I want anybody selling boots that has our name on it, like I, I want to be there and I want to know what's happening. We want to kind of make sure and sleep well at night that, hey, the fitting was done correctly. They were given the right pair of boots. They were sizing them up the right way. The fit sheet was good. You know, like I don't want to have a thousand messes. You know, we yeah. want to have everybody out there, you know, hundred percent of guys just walking around their boots so happy. Every step is like, dude, I'm so happy I bought these, you know? So yeah, absolutely. It's a trust thing. It's a, it's a, not, not a control thing. It's more of a, like, I want to papa this. Like I want to father this. Yeah. This and is your baby. This is my baby. Yeah. 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 And I'm not just going to allow any, you know, any, any person that I don't know that I don't trust that I haven't trained to go and do stuff. Cause it matters. You know, it's not the fire guys. It's not the firefighters responsibility to know what size boots he needs. No, they put yeah. those things on their feet and they right. go get to right. work. Right. Yeah. Right. That's why we're here to help. I, I agree. There's definitely levels of like, you know, kind of be mature, maybe understand like what feels good, what doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. But ultimately they've come to us for a service. They've come to us to be like, Hey, listen, you know, we need boots. Okay, great. And we have options. We set this up. We have methods, size method. You choose what you want to do. You know, like we're here to serve, 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 serve. So yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. Like, we're so happy we did this. It's doing really well. If you haven't come, you know, to see Reading location, come see it. Um, it's amazing. And, you know, we've got boots in here in store, like brick and mortar, our own guy managing the place, ready to go. He knows exactly what to do. Oh yeah. He's pretty dialed them. Yeah. He's, he's dialed dial. in, you know, yeah. so he's a former Navy guy, right? Former Navy yeah, guy. Former Navy. Yeah. And, um, dude, I just like, I sleep well at night, you know? So that's amazing. Hey, that's yeah. peace of mind, man. Peace of mind. Yeah. And I know that the guys out there are, that are coming in here, they're getting stuff done legitly. Same thing in Boise, you know, they're getting stuff done legitly. Yeah. We just want to be more accessible. We want to be easier to get to, you know, I'll, I'll put myself sometimes in the shoes of a firefighter who's like, Hey, you know, need them now, right now. Like don't have time. Yeah. You know, it's like my okay, boots, well, my previous boots blew out or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like yeah. I need them now. Okay. Well, how easy is it just, you know, hop in, pick up a pair, try them on, walk around in the store Make sure for 20 fit. minutes, make sure they feel good. Boom. You're, you're ready to go. Yeah. On the fire line. Yeah. And a lot of guys, a lot of guys tell us they buy boots brand new. They get them out of the box. They go fight fire. Like, yep. 
that's um, that's amazing. The, the the little to no break in thing is very huge, real. Man. It's very real. Yeah, because yeah. there's nothing worse than like getting nasty ass blisters on your feet while you're trying to do work, man. Because if you're if your feet are just totally hamburger, dude, you're gonna have a rough rough time. What's the saying? Uh, your feet are your uh, money makers. Yep. Is that the, is that the, is that the term? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, how true. It's super true, man. Right. Like if, yeah. you, if your feet are happy and they don't hurt, I mean, that has like systemic effects. That's your ground, right? right. That, that's going to affect your entire body. So will they send you home your, if your feet are bad? Will they, if they're will, bad enough, I've yeah. seen people go home. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. I mean, a lot of people won't say like how bad an injury is or like how bad their feet are, but I've seen people go home. I've actually had to refer uh, a crew member of mine to EMS because their blisters were so damn bad. Yikes. Yeah. Wow. So you can literally have your season ended. I mean, if it's severe enough. Prematurely. Yeah. yeah. Or, or be thrown, you know, off the line. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. So when I was on the hotshot crew, um, we did this like death march, right? We did this huge, I want to say like 10 or 11 mile uh, PT hike. Right. So it was like tool ordered, had saws up front. We had, you know, all your gear and stuff like that. And, uh, was that Smith mountain or Smith bend or whatever that, that park is outside of, uh, Redmond there. And we just basically hiked up to the top of the hill all the way down back up to like side and just just this death march man and there's this poor guy who got back to the station and he took off his boots and they had he had like a pair of boots um that were not fitted right yeah you know there was there the, a cheaper brand of boots they yeah. weren't really cut out like your guys boots yeah. and the entirety of both of his feet on Yikes. the bottom were a solid blister wow yeah he had to go down for like medical reasons for he didn't lose out on the entire season but he was definitely doing like some office work so yeah. it can heal. Yeah. So wow. boots are important, man. I always encourage, you know, if you're listening to this and you know, just want to get a pair of boots, right? I encourage you, you know, we've made it as simple as we possibly can, you know? So we have these, we have these things we have sizing methods that they're called. So anytime you go on our website or even come in the store to buy a pair of boots, you know, choose your sizing method, what makes you feel comfortable. You know, you can come visit a store, mm -hmm. you can come to either Reading, Spokane or Boise, hopefully more in the future. Right. And then you can, Come in, you can choose whatever you want, put it on your feet, walk around. This is probably the best method. Oh yeah. The second one is, hey, I've had experience. Like I've been doing this for five, six, 10 years. I've had other brands. I know the size that I need yeah. and it works well for me. Just tell them, just do what I tell you to do. No problem. We do that all the time. You know, someone had something in another brand. They know that this size is perfect for them. Like another handmade brand. Dude, no problem. We'll cut, we'll, we'll do it. We'll transfer it over to our sizing. We'll build our style and our quality, but the fit is going to be the same. Yeah. We do that uh, often, you know, for guys that have been, you know, if someone's been fighting fire for 15 years and they're like, Hey, 10 D that's me. That's what I need. That's yeah, what I do. hundred percent. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say anything like, you know, I'm yes. Like, yes, sir. You know, like you got it. We'll do it, you know? And that way they're happy. I'm happy. You know, like, um, they, they, they feel trusted in their decision. We do it done deal. Forget about yeah, it. You awesome. got some new boots. Exactly. New yeah. boots. Good to go. Ready to go. You know, so th those are the best two. The third one is, Hey, I want a try on pair, you know, so I'm going to send you a fit sheet and I want you to size me for a pair of boots that you guys have in inventory and send them to me. And I'm going to try them on and I'm going to walk around in my house, you know, for someone who's far away. We do a lot of stuff for guys that are like really far South, Yeah, you know, Arizona, cause we don't have anything there yet or like East coast or Texas, you know, a lot of fire guys in Texas. Oh yeah. By the way, a huge, huge fire, fire community. community in Texas. And nobody really talks about them very much. Yep. Huge year round fire community out there. But uh, we do that a lot. We send out try on boots, you know, try them on, walk around in your house for five hours if you want. Like, I, don't, I really don't care. Like, you know, but be sure 
what, what you want. And then, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a questionnaire in there. Mm-hmm. I've got QR codes that you scan. We have a bunch of videos on YouTube to help you know what to look for. This is a great method as well. Because well it's an educational it's component. Edu- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Guy will get a pair of boots, be like, okay, these are amazing. Just do this. Or like, Hey, these are, these are great, but I need a little more room in my toe box or like, you know, arch is a little high, you know? Oh, great. Okay. No problem. We'll, yeah. we'll make the changes. You know, that's the third best method. The fourth method, which people still do, but it's much riskier and the liabilities kind of on the customer. You, you just fill out a fit sheet and you just do trust my fit sheets. Yeah. We've done that many times. Our success rate is pretty high because I believe that we're very skilled and talented. And, you know, there's like a level of detective work that goes into, you know, there, that's why we, we have you write your height and weight down uh-huh. because if someone's, you know, five, seven and 140 pounds, but they're giving me calf measurements of, you know, a 16 inch circumference, you what know, they, the yeah. rock. No, they're not exactly. You know, so it's like hey, John Cena. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. right. It's like, no, you're, you know, you're not, you know, so either, yeah. Hey, redo those again, man. Or like, Hey, something's going on. You know, and that's where that customer service, customer communication comes in. Everybody gets a phone call, or at least we try to, you know, sometimes it's just by email guys are remote or they can't pick up during, you know, fire hours or whatever. Or there's like a measurement error, like they're using yeah. a piece of string and then like go oh, around dude. and then instead of using like a Taylor's oh, tape. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Dude, I got a story for you. A guy didn't have a Taylor's tape and he used an iPhone charger. An and iPhone charger. An iPhone, like a cord. You uh-huh. know? And he would measure with a cord, mark it on the cord and go up to like a, a ruler or like a tape measure and then do that. And I'm like, dude, the, the margin for error there. It's huge. It's so high. If your finger slides or if you're too tight or too yeah, loose, you know, like... Hey, yeah. risky, ballsy, you know, oh, yeah. ballsy move. But like, do you understand like what you're getting yourself into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I get. Okay. Like, well, I, think you're I really don't recommend this, but you know, if you want me to do it, I'll do it. You know, we're very service oriented. So like yeah. if somebody calls and is like, Hey, listen, man, 9D, I don't care. Just do it. Yeah. Just send it. Listen, are you sure you, you know what you're getting yourself into? Yes. I want it to. Okay. Okay. Like, well, you know, I'm not going to, I will recommend something. I'll, I'll, you know, advise. But ultimately, like we we're here to serve the customer and we're here to do the best that we can and make them happy. We want them yeah. to be happy. We have this thing like we want everybody to be happy. Every customer that walks out of JK or ends a phone call, we want them to be happy. Like if if there's an issue, like I will ch- I, I, I've I've called guys, you know, after time after because it, it bothers me. Like I want them to be happy. Ultimately, sometimes there's situations that you just have no control. You have over. no control over and you just got to let them go. Yeah. Those are the one percenters and we do, you know, it is what it is. I mean, but you can't make everybody happy. You know, you I really mean, I've had people shit on my podcast and sure. I don't sell anything. You right. guys have like, a pr- we build yeah, a product a and custom we product. service it. Right. And then yeah. we have customer service, you know, so absolutely like, and I, I'm so happy that one of our reputations is good customer service. Like uh, that, that can't tell you the joy that that brings me like, you know, cause ultimately we are very hardworking, decent, honest people with a lot of integrity. And yeah. so to hear that reciprocated out there in the community, like, that just makes me so happy. Like, I, I love that. I love that so much. Point of pride, man. I mean, that's, that's your name literally yeah. on the boots. Yeah. Right. It's literally. Name. Literally. Yeah. 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 And our dad is amazing. And so every pair of boots that goes out is like, that's like, that's legit. You know, that like, that's where it's at. But yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of, uh, there's a backstory behind that though. There's Absolutely. Like, so let's get like, you're like a, the quintessential American dream. Your family yeah. is right. Yeah. So yeah. let's get a quick, uh, like a rundown about how JK boots came about. Yeah. Good story. I like it. So, man. A lot of people don't know about yeah, this. This yeah. is cool. Good. Really, really good story. So um, my dad born a um, hundred kilometers west of the Black Sea, small town, southeastern Ukraine, even though he's not Ukrainian, he's actually Bulgarian. Okay. And it was just a Bulgarian village, you know, like way, 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 way back, um, you know, 
a lot of wars going on in Europe and stuff, and people would literally just run and immigrate from their countries. So, you know, the, in the country of Bulgaria, they're getting like just destroyed. People are just running away and they have like eventually immigrated to this area, Southeastern Ukraine, you know, a hundred years later, you know, my dad's born, whatever. So yeah, he's, he's born there, grows up, serves in the military, you know, mandatory to your service. Um, you know, cause you have to during the Soviet union. That was the, that was, that was the like rule. the rule. That was the thing, you know, yeah. mandatory. And he actually served in Moscow, huh. in the base in Moscow. He told me that when Reagan visited Moscow, he saw the plane. He saw Air Force One. Yeah, Air Force One. Yeah, really, really cool. That's <laughs> awesome. You know? That's cool. Yeah. But anyways, and you know, he's, he's Christian. And so, you know, believers during the Soviet Union were not they're very persecuted. well received. Yeah, you they're, know? They're I mean, persecuted. incredibly persecuted, yeah. incredibly persecuted. So, but you know, he just, by the grace of God, just had a lot of favor, you know? And so there's a ton of stories there, but like one, for example, is, um, so our, our name, our last name in our home language, it means like, it means like priest, mm. like someone who, who is of holy descent, like a priest name. Yeah. And so when he was in the military, you know, the Soviet Union has so many countries, right? So it's all mixed up cultures. And there were guys there that are like, Hey, we know you, what your last name means. What are, what are you, you know? And he told me a story where like, literally he, it's in the middle of the night. He's the new guy there. And there's a hundred guys sitting around him mm-hmm. asking him to tell him, to tell them, why his last name is that last name. You know, Uh-oh. what are you? you he's know? like on the spot. Yeah. He's like on the spot. And he just took that moment. He just started sharing the gospel, you know, and it's like just talking about, listen, guys, here's who I am. Here's how I grew up. Here's why you need this. Here's what, you know, answering their questions, like just beautiful, just sharing. It was awesome. Really cool story. Like obviously I wasn't there, but you know, like just envisioning like amazing favor situations like that. Like yeah. he was, um, he was really good at doing excavator work and doing all that stuff. So, I mean, there were situations where like he would tell me there's like a mountain of dirt that needs to be moved you know, and nobody can do it because the ground is so frozen, but my dad did it. And so they give him two weeks off leave to go home, you know, like special yeah. things like that. Just really, just great guy. I love him. He's you know, a go-getter. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next move on. I could talk forever about that. <laughs> Anyways, gets out of the military, uh, meets my mom. They get married and they move, they get married in 1989. They moved to a country called Moldova uh, okay. just to live there. There was work there. They're not Moldovian, but they were just living there. And there he started making shoes, making, making boots for women. He was actually doing women's stuff. Previously, when he was like 16, he had um, leather tannery experience. Like hunters would bring him hides and he would tan them and okay. turn them into leather. So he had experience with leather, but he learned a lot of his shoe making crafting there, you know? And um, yeah, he was there for four or five years. And then in 1994, um, there was like a civil, cause you know, Soviet Union fell apart in 91 or 92. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And so when the you wall know, came down, I think it was 92. Was that when the wall came down? I okay, think so. Yeah. And then, um, you know, small countries, government falls apart, you yep. know, whatever, like big power stuff. vacuum. Yeah. yeah. You know, terrible people are getting shot, like, you know, bad, you know? And so there's like literally like tanks rolling in their front yard, you know, in 1984, like, oh, shit. yeah, like bad stuff, you know? So the, the Russians came and, and took all the people out to call the civilians away just because, you know, people were get, getting caught in, in the crossfire. Like this is bad, you know? So they came in, they got all the people out. And all the non-combatants. All the non-combatants, right. Yeah. And then my uncle, so my dad's older brother had already come to America. And so he puts out what they call a call, you know, and so he, cause he's basically telling the United States government, Hey, like I have family that are there that I'm here. Like we need to get them here, you know? Yeah. And so that worked. And also my dad's, my parents are Christian, you know, Christian refugees style. Right. So 1994 trip ship, getting a plane tickets, two luggage, two, two, uh, two cases, grab your shit and grab go. your stuff and go. Yeah. Uh, my oldest brother and my older sister, they're two and one years old, $800. And they're in a plane from Moscow to Spokane. Wow. Yeah. And they just landed in Spokane. They landed in Spokane. Where you guys yep. established. Yep. So way, way, way back when, 
Um, yeah, yeah. So there was a there was a, that uh, there was another boot company, and they were like tiny. And the the boot making world is not very big per se. So the players get known. Yeah. So my dad was known for being a very good boot maker, and so he already had like connections set up where it's like, listen, if you come here, like we're going to, we're going to take care of you and help you out. Cause we want you to make boots, you know? And so, you know, that, I mean, obviously you come to America, you, d- you don't know English, you're just getting started, you know? Yeah. He, he, he just took the first thing that he had. And that was why Spokane. Also, my uncle was already here too. So just Spokane is kind of like known for like, I guess the cobbler, the cobbler industry. Yeah. And I'd have no idea why, you know, it starts with those other brands that have been here for a hundred years and dude, who, you know, whatever. Right. So yeah, works there for a little bit as soon as he possibly could. My dad is a very ambitious man, very go-getter man, a lot of hope, belief, faith. He's just a very, listen, take a risk, take a leap, let's do it. Like he's very like that. Yeah. And I'm like that, my brothers and I are like that. And so I literally, as soon as he possibly could, gets out of there, starts his own thing. He had always planned to do that. He never planned to be working for anybody else. He his wanted dream. to be his own boss. Absolutely. Yeah. He would tell us many times that his dream was to build a business and have his sons be partners with him in business. Like that was always his dream. And, and that's exactly what we have today. That's like, cool, it's man. It's beautiful. Like that was his dream, you know? So, you know, my dad's dreams have been fulfilled for a long time because we've been in business for a long time. And at this point, it's just like cherries on top, you know, as we, as we grow up and get better and have families and, and, you know, our name gets known more, like this is awesome. You know, like what we have right now, the reason that I'm sitting in this chair talking about JK Boots is because my father made a decision 36 years ago that impacted my life and everybody's life, you know, like how amazing, yeah. right? Well, yeah, it's crazy. impacting other people's lives as well. Down yeah. like further downstream, like you got welders coming in, you got mechanics coming in, you got like a ton of wildland fire, ton of wildland fires getting in. Like that's, that's cool. You know? So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, to kind of sum it up, right. Get started. And my mom's a seamstress. So in overseas, she was making like jackets and dresses and stuff. So she has sewing experience. So we first started out, um, you know, cause it was just my parents, right. You know, my mom is doing tailoring work mm-hmm. and then my dad is like doing shoe repair and making some boots on the side as much as you can as one man, you yeah. know, really local, really small, you know? And then my brothers and I, we were just kids. I was born here, you know? And so I'm the youngest one and my brothers got involved before I did, but you know, we had to grow up and get out of school and all this stuff. And so as soon as we could, like I was 14 mm-hmm. and I was going to the shop every day after school, just learning the trade, just learning the trade. Yeah. Like, I was 15 and I set up my high school classes. So I had half online and half in the school. So I would not be, have to be at school Tuesdays and Thursdays and Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I don't have to be there till one. Also I could get out of there sooner to go work. Like I just loved it, you know? And That's lo and cool, behold, man. you know, some time went by and like, yeah, you know, it's just, it's a thousand small things. You know, you, you're, you're just, you're doing a good job, getting better. Your name gets out there a little more. This guy's happy. This guy tells his friend, this guy tells his friend, this guy tells his dad, this guy tells his brother, you know? And so just very like slow growth, word of mouth. And that's why like our foundation is so strong. You know what? That's because we were just killing it and we still are yeah. quality and service wise forever. I was 16 years old when my brother Will and I went to our first like show and it was a logging fair you know, 60 miles north in a town called Colville, you know, I know where Colville is. You know, yeah, you know, Colville, yeah, 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 yeah. A bunch of burning yeah. up there. I mean, it's like, cool. it's a town of, you know, five, 6,000 people, great town. But like, that was our first like show, you know, and we sold some boots there. Like, and we were so excited. Will was the one that made our first out of store sale, yeah. you know, to a guy in Colville logging show. And like, we were just, we were blown away. Like we're so happy, you know? So yeah. And it's just, it just transitioned, you know, slow growth from there. Went to some more shows you know, went to some academies. Um, and and my dad taught me everything that I know boot wise and more than just boot wise, you know, but everything that we know, all of our, 
production methods are him. All of our fitting so methods. So he kind of came up with all of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Mastermind. Okay. Mastermind, you know. And he taught me stuff, everything that I know. He taught Will everything he knows, my brother Jay, everything that he knows. And now at this point, since the, all the, the four of us are really good, now we are kind of like brainstorming, okay, well, what can we do even better? What's the next step? Yes. What's the what's, next like evolution? What's the next level? Yeah. yeah. And that's why like, I think what separates us as just a company <laughs> in general is like, it's so like um, personal for us. Yeah. And like, it's like what we do, you know, it's like our thing, you know? Um, and we just, like, you have a lot of time and like basically blood, sweat and tears like poured into thousand percent. Yeah. Thousand percent, you know, and, and we're building this because of our honor, because of respect, because of tradition, because of love and passion. And we want like, it's competitive as well. Like I want to be the best, you know, I always thought that Mercedes had a cool slogan, the best or nothing. Okay. I like that. Yeah. You know, like if you're going to do something, do it well, do it well. Yeah. Why would you do it other, other, otherwise, you know, yeah. why would you half-ass anything? Well, it's the thing that, I mean, there's, there's a difference between like quality and commodity hundred percent at the sure. end of the day sure. and Mercedes and your boots. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the quality. Yeah, they're not, they're not absolutely. the commodity. Yep. Absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. So like, that's the philosophy. Like, you know, um, sometimes I remember when we were, and now too, actually, this is prevalent now. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's okay. Sometimes let's say there's something happens, you know, and it's like a, a, a guy emails me after, you know, six months of wearing the boots and he, he's having some kind of issue. Yeah. Like we all sit around and look at the email and look at the picture. It's like, what can we do? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's our response. Like, you know, we don't, we're not just like, ah, okay, whatever, you know? So like, if you get an email, like, Hey, I'm getting, you know, blisters. Why? We'll sit down and be like, especially okay, after six months away, yeah, you yeah, should yeah. be like, you should be fine. In. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like why? Okay let's pull up his fit sheet. Okay. Let's pull up his sizing. Okay. Who sized him? Okay. Why? Okay. What's this? Da, 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 da. You know, it's like, we, we want to get better, you know, like we always want to get better. And so that's the idea. Always doing the best. And, and sometimes people take advantage of that, you know, and like, you, you, it's just case by case basis. Like sometimes people want to take advantage of how much we care, you yeah. know, and that's bad. That's wrong from, from their side, but well, preying you know, on anybody's generosity. Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's not okay. Yeah, it's not, okay. it's pretty yeah. shitty. Cause, Cause we take it personal, you yeah. know, we, we really care a lot, you know, and even as we, you know, like get help, um, you know, like, you know, have, have maybe, you know, having somebody else answer emails or something like that, or like, will does this or I do this or, you know, whatever it's like, you know, we, we want to set up systems and like a structure in place where like, it's literally impossible for somebody to get a bad pair of boots. Like it's literally impossible. Like we want to set up everything that we possibly can to be as smart as we possibly can and efficient and as accurate as humanly possible. Like we want to take this, you know, cause sometimes people, when they think of custom boots, they think of just a guy in a, sh in a garage, you know, like cutting everything out by hand. Yeah. And there's an aspect of truth to that. But at the same time, like we want to be clean and like sharp and good, you know, and like legit company, like good, like really, really good. Like, you know, I want the experience to be amazing. I want the experience to be enjoyable. Whether that's easy. in person, online, Absolutely. fit sheet on your own. Absolutely. Yeah. A thousand percent. You know, people in, in the Northwest are spoiled that they can come drive and see us. Yeah. You know, or like people, especially can, the logging community. Yeah. That's huge up there. Massive. Oh yeah. Massive. Or the people even here in Reading, you know, have this story. They're spoiled that they can come here. Right. How about all the guys in Southern California, all the guys in Arizona, Nevada, right? Texas, Utah, North Carolina, Montana. Utah, Wyoming. Dude, they're 12 out, 14, 16 hour drives away. We have people fly and come see us. I had a guy from Oklahoma City fly to come see us. Like that's how- That's far away. That's far, away. man. Yeah. That's halfway across the country, right? That's how important this is. 
And so, yeah, we want to be a hundred percent success rate. Yeah, right? Someone's flying in from Oklahoma city, man. That's, yeah. They better leave with a pair of boots that fit them exactly. damn well. Yeah. Or if they're going to get a pair of made, it better fit good. Right. Yeah. You know, so absolutely. Like just always want to be better. Just always want to be better. Always want to be sharper, smarter. If there's an issue, okay, what is it? Let's fix it. You know? So, and I think that's anybody who wants to be successful. That's anybody who wants to do a good job. You know, if you're going to do something, do it well. Don't half-ass anything. What's the point? Just don't do it. You yeah, know, and so no point in half-assing something. It's like why? Yeah, it's gonna have to. It's gonna create more work for you in the future. Right. Yeah. You know, and we're we're so far into this now, where it's like this is what we do. This is our life. Um, we want to be the best. You know. So it's great. So you know, kind of backtrack with my dad. Right. Yeah. It all started from him. You know. And when he got started, we got into it. Like I said, I was 14, 15, 16. Dude, I was in college. Mm-hmm. We have this program in Washington State called Running Start, where as a sophomore in high school, you can, excuse me, as a junior in high school, you can start to go to college and get college courses. That's pretty you cool. Can fin- yeah, you can yeah. finish high school and get your AA at the same time, going to a community college, local community college. So I did that. So all my brothers did that too. I remember I was 17 years old, sitting in Humanities 101. Do you know what Humanities is? Yeah, and I'm not a good Humanities yeah. person. For all, our, <laughs> just for so all our listeners out there, right? Humanities is a course, nothing against humanities, nothing against people who teach this stuff. Good. It's great. I like history and I love to learn. I love to read books. I'm all about that stuff. Just, this is, you know, 17 year old Tim, right? Yeah. Sitting in humanities. I could imagine that you were very entertained by this class. Get this bro. Get this. Right. <laughs> Our teacher was very passionate. Uh-huh. Marcel was his name. Okay. Okay. His name is Marcel. I mean, come on, you know, the guy's going to be passionate, right? And I'm sitting, I remember this so vividly and there's a picture of a statue on the screen and a sheet of paper and our instructions were to write down a paragraph of how this statue makes us feel. Oh God. Oh, okay. that just makes my brain hurt. And I'm sitting I there. Can't, no. Yeah, dude. No. Right. Right. I'm like, okay, I could be making boots right now. <laughs> Instead like, of me here I, yeah, I could be right now on the phone with firefighters, fitting oh, no. people, making boots, you know, doing awesome things. And I'm sitting here right now writing, on a piece of paper about how a picture of a statue makes me feel, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I've taken dude, some bullshit story. classes. I never took a humanities yeah. class in college. At yeah. Least, you yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. So true story, you know? And I remember like in that moment, I was like in my heart, I was like, okay, this is not for me. We're done. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, it just like light you know? switch kind of yeah, turned yeah. on. Cause, yeah. cause like, you know, they're subconscious like, okay, well maybe I should get a degree in something just in case. Yeah. Hell no. You know, I was like, okay, no, like we're done. You and know, we had the discussion last night while we were drinking beers over at uh, the brewery. And yeah, dude, I think, I think that, uh, the trades are very undervalued, uh, the blue collar kind of thing. I mean, cause 10, boot making, dude, boot making, I mean, it's skilled. It's very skilled. You need to know what the hell you're doing, but it's still a blue collar kind of trade. You know, it's Absolutely. just like fire, yeah. just yeah. like welding. Yep. You guys cater yep. to the blue collar yep. people. And oh, I think yeah. that college, uh, I don't think it's bullshit. It definitely benefits some people, but yeah. I think it's the most oversold thing. It's like the industry they, in the country. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a financial institution, but it's not re- necessarily required. Yeah. You can yeah. be educated, but you yeah. can be educated in different ways. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also, you know, I learned so much by doing business mm-hmm. and working with people. Oh yeah. And I think I would have by doing a four year degree, you know, I would learn a lot doing a four year degree 
but I think I learned even more. Also, you know, that the term is street smarts mm-hmm. and I, like, I guess it works, you know, for what we're talking about, it's not really, you know, cause when I think of street smarts, I think of like, you know, hustling or whatever. Yeah. Respect the hustle. Yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, moves in silence. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, you know, what I learned is just raw, like experience, like wisdom, how to deal with people, how to yeah. talk, how, how to, to be personable, how to be personable, how to solve a situation, you know, wisdom, understanding, knowledge, insight, you know, like being able to read a situation, you know, you show like, okay, like for example, when I would travel a lot, right? Okay, I'm 19, 20 years old, showing up to an expo. I show up alone, all right? Flew in alone. Yo, you gotta set up, you gotta get everything ready. You gotta get in contact with the people you need to get in contact. You gotta start selling stuff. Oh yeah. Talking to people, answering 10,000 questions. Usually the same question too. The same question, you know? The biggest one is what makes you different from other brands, right? You know, I've answered that question 10 million times, right? (laughs) Patience, you gotta deal with all these people. Then you're alone, right? Okay, somebody wants a pair of boots. Okay, get them fitted, you gotta do it right. You, you gotta, gotta do it quickly. To, you gotta do it quickly. You got a line of 15 people waiting. Boom, boom, boom. Bang, bang, bang. You know, it's like, you cannot, nobody can teach you that. No. You know, like you have to, you have to do it. No, it's you a very tactile skill. You need absolutely. to have experience doing absolutely. it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And talk about getting challenged as a man, right? Like, you know, confidence, boldness. I'm a lion, you know, not a, not a little cat. Like I'm gonna go in there. And also I'm young. Yeah. Right. So people don't, there's not a lot of 19 year old business exactly. partners business out there. Partners out yeah. there. Right. And people, people think I'm older cause I, I've got a beard already, whatever. And I carry myself well, but like, you know, you're young, you're 19. I'm not even old enough to get a drink, but I'm traveling the country doing stuff like this. Like oh, yeah. y- that takes like, a, you gotta have some balls, you know, like you gotta do it. You know, you gotta go out there. It's, you know, it's risky. It's risky stuff. The same concept can be applied to a lot of wildland firefighters out there too. You know, that's like, a good one right there. Yeah. Dude, that yeah. same concept definitely applies to wildland fire because you're going out there, you're traveling around, you're traveling to all risking your life, you're risking your life. You're coming face to face with your own mortality and wow. nothing really matures you wow. as much Look as that. that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even see that. Wow. So, but there's yeah. a lot of parallels between the entrepreneurial uh, lifestyle yeah. and mm-hmm. fire, I yep. think. And yep. I think a, a lot of people out there that are running businesses on the side during their off season or whatever, I think a, a lot of them are pretty successful because they've had those like life changing experiences. They've learned that confidence. They've learned that, you know, that lion, I guess yeah, you could the say. the lion mentality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they're yeah. adaptable too. Yeah. So it's, there's a lot of parallels, man. Yeah. You have to be adaptable and you have to, you have to learn from your successes and you have to learn even more from your failures. Wow. So talk about parallel. Dude, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah. You know, and there's an added fear factor probably for fire because you're gone from home for a long time. Oh yeah. Six to eight months. You're literally, man. like you said last night, fist fight with nature. Yeah. It's right? the only natural disaster that humanity tries Actually to pick, tries to fight. Yeah. Right? Tries to pick a yeah, fist fight yeah. with. And it's like, wow. Like, you know, you know, when we had a fire um, by our house, remember I was telling you about that? Yeah. Dude, it's a very, when you see flames, like trees going up and like, it's a very hopeless feeling. At least it was for me. Yeah. Like I had a thought like, what am I going to do right now? There's like, nothing you can do. Yeah. yeah. Like what? You know, my brothers and I, my dad, we're very resourceful guys. So like if there's an issue, we almost will always figure it out. But here we are, we're looking at a fire coming towards our home, you know, cause we live in a forested area, yeah. you know, this is what, that story I was telling you last night, you know, with the VLAC coming in and dropping all that retardant, you know? Yeah. And it's like, dude, like what, what are you going to do? Like, Hope there's the a, best, man. yeah, there's a raging fire coming towards you. The trees are 30, 40 feet tall and they're all, you know, going up towards flames. Out, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, what are you going to do? And so. Wow. You know, respect to young guys going in a fire, you know, it's like, dude, that's crazy. Like you really got to jump in and do it. You know, you really got to just get in there. Oh yeah. And the you guys have to have learn real quick how to like be efficient. You yeah, have to be safe. Yeah, you have yeah. to also be, 
you got to learn the ropes as far as like taking orders, not necessarily taking orders, but just that crew cohesion thing. Cause you have to earn the trust of your entire crew. Wow. Yeah. So it's, what were we talking about last night when you come in with a humility, humility. Yeah. And, and you're just like, Hey, listen, like I'm here to learn and just teach me everything. Yeah. That was what, uh, Bacon was saying, yeah, uh, Bacon yeah. Was saying that, he was yeah. saying like, yeah, you got to go into the, the game. It's like, not like, you know, everything. And yeah. that's a real hard thing, especially for a young man or young woman in this game is to come in with that humility and, uh, come in as a mentality of like, you have two eyes, two ears and one mouth. You should be listening, looking around and talking the least and talking the least. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come on. That's, yeah. that's, that's the recipe for success. I think in any industry. Yeah. But any young man or woman are in there, you know, you're, 19 year old you. Yeah. You probably had a, a head on your shoulders. Yeah. I know yeah, I did. Yeah. I, did, yeah. I got humbled. Yeah. You get humbled quick, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, and it's more like you can either choose to humble yourself mm-hmm. or the situation in the circle is going to humble you or somebody else or somebody know? else. And yeah. most of the time I think it's probably somebody else. Yeah. You know, and I feel bad for guys that have to get humbled um, by life because usually it's hard. You know, that's, that's a hard one. You know, when a yeah. situation arises, you get huge failure or whatever, and it could have been preventable, but it, it's not. Yeah, but you know, that failure, I mean, that's teaches, a huge opportunity right. for yeah. learning. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. I was super fortunate. I think I have the best parents in the world, you know, and that's just, I did nothing to get that, right? And and I have great brothers. I mean, you know, I'm the youngest one, two older brothers, you know. Uh, dude, they shaped me, molded me, chiseled me, you know, like, especially my dad, you know, man, I wish that you could meet my dad. You should come to Spokane and meet my dad. One of these days, I, I promise I'll go up to Spokane. What a guy, dude. like, honestly. And, um, not everybody has that. And so I think that there's a level of fatherhood in fire mm-hmm. that maybe is below the radar. I'm just guessing, right? No, I think it's accurate, man. Cause you like, like I was saying last night, when you see hotshot soups, like when Ben was on my show, man, yeah. you see, you look up to these folks, right? Yeah. They've been around the game. They've been, they've earned their respect. They've earned their title. They've earned their place, right? You look up to these people as like 10 feet tall and bulletproof, but they're just like you and me. Yeah. They're just human, man. They've yeah. had the same successes, the same failures, yep. all of that stuff, man. There was a, there was a guy um, who they did a fun, we, I, we actually participated in it, Bill Cooch. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we participated in that giveaway. Um, we r- raffled off a pair of boots. I, 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 I think it was for some, some sort of medical emergency that it he was, was having. Yeah. 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 And I went and read the comments about this guy you know, on the post. Cause like, man, I keep hearing good things. Like, Dude's like a legend. In the yeah. Community. yeah. Dude, he's like a, he's straight up, you know, yeah. actually made a pair of boots for his son. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And, um, everyone was saying, this guy was like a father to me. This guy took me under his wing. You know, I learned so much from him. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. What a, what a model, what a thing to look at. Like, and I believe that exists in the fire community in a huge way. Like you're saying, these hotshot soups, these older guys, you know, who just have some more experience under their belt, you know, and if you come in, as a young guy, you know, you're like, listen, I, I just teach me. Like, I'm here. I don't know anything. I'm just going to learn. Like, I will carry your saw for you, you know, like in a sense, right? Dude, I think the natural father in, in great men comes out and you just, you just want to father somebody. That's like a natural thing. Every, every guy, you know, every young guy knows that what it's like, either you know what it's like to have a dad or you know what it's like to not yeah. have a dad, right? And so that, that's exists in every man that they need that level of like, Hey, you're great. Like the, the level of support, the encouragement, there's a particular word that is, um, that I'm looking for, like that level of like mentorship. Yeah. Mentorship, appreciation, like teaching, you know? And so 
I, I've seen that in my own life, right? Even, and, and I'm sure that exists in, in a fire in a huge way. I'm sure it exists in the military in a huge way. Oh yeah. And also particularly, in, well, you know, military is like, you know, you take an order, right? Command fire that exists too, but it's more civilian voluntary. And so I, I think that the, the level of fatherhood is huge. I think in the fire, I mean, have you had an experience like that where somebody took you under your wing and just fathered you, mentored you? Oh yeah. I've had a handful of people, a handful of mentors that have done that. Um, one of my first ones was this dude named Chris Byrne. He was the operator on my engine, my first engine. Right. And, uh, yeah, that dude, he, pretty much like taught me how to run an engine, how to like operate pumps and all that stuff. It was like very young in my yeah. fire career. And I was like that 20, 21 year old yeah. asshole <laughs> thought he knew everything and had a big head on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. And that dude humbled me a lot, man. Yeah. I, I learned so much. It took me a while to like look back and reflect and actually understand and digest what he was teaching me. But that dude like straight up taught me how to fight fire, like in my formative years of fire. That's so cool. See that impacted you. Oh yeah. Dude. In a huge way. Right. And oh, you yeah. know, what, whatever, how many years have gone by since then, but you still know the name, you know what happened to you and you, you still honor that, you know? Oh yeah. And he and was so, a total asshole too, man. I mean, like we're homies. Don't get <laughs> yeah, me wrong, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. like, I just didn't understand cause I was just dumb, young, naive yeah. firefighter. Right. Yeah. And that dude, he was so hard on me and I understand why it's cause he wanted me to be successful. And I, I, I thank that dude every day for starting my fire career and like pointing me in the right direction. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so amazing. Yeah. So shout so, out to burn. Yeah. Shout, yeah, exactly. Shout out and shout out to the, the, you know, unsung fathers out there who don't get the publicity, but do that stuff every day. Oh yeah. Right. You know, then in the fire community and all the communities that are just mentoring young guys and you know, a word to the wise for young guys coming into stuff, just dude, honor, humility, you will rise quickly. You will learn a lot take the easy road, humble yourself. Oh yeah. You know? Both men and women out there. Yeah, man. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And he, yep, totally. I mean, I had that experience too with my dad, you know, I'm learning how to make boots, you know, a, a six months go by a year goes by. I think I know everything I do not, you know? And so that exists, you know, you have to either, either you're going to get humbled or you choose to, you know, humble yourself. And so I, I think every young guy coming up, cause you did, you're coming up like you're firing your eyes, you know, you just want, you want everything, you know, oh, you're yeah. going crazy and, and all this stuff. And so, and it can't happen fast enough. Yeah. And that's good to be ambitious. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's is. a good thing, but it has to be like helped, you know, it has to be helped. You know, I've so much of what I've learned, my, my character forming, uh, my, my mentality drive. It's, it's from my dad. It's from my brothers, you know, it's, it's yeah. Oh, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what words to say, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like those words you're searching for, but can't like formulate like you yeah. can't put a word on the amount of gratitude that you have for yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know, same thing for the fire community too. And you know, my father, my, my actual father and all the mentors that I've had, they've ultimately formed me into this human being that I am today. Yeah. And I'm very grateful for all of the mentors and my dad and my grandfather and all those people that have had that father figure in my life. Yeah. It's are, pretty amazing. Are they proud of you doing this? Uh, I think so. I don't know. I don't really ask them. So yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Um, my grandfather's pretty proud of me and, uh, yeah, he's awesome. He's actually going up to hot August nights here. We show our cars. I have a 1965 Ranchero. Sweet. Yeah. It's freaking badass. Um, and he has like several cars. That's yeah, cool. He's got That's like, cool. That's cool. Like classics. Oh, classics. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. got a 62 T-Bird. He's got a 65 Galaxy 500. He's got a, I think it was a 57 Stepside F100. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. He's ironically, his name is uh, Barrett Jackson. Wow. That's like the most yeah. cool, badass name. Yeah. Like well, Barrett Jackson, American. the car auctions, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 
he's not related to that yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but still, like, what are the chances, right? Yeah. And he goes to these car shows. It's so funny, man. He goes, he uh, slaps out his ID when he's going to check into his hotel room or like getting like whatever he needs his ID for. And people like read it and they're like, Yep. Mr. Jackson. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny. And he just eats it up. Dude. That's cool, dude. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, man, those father figures, man, I, I mean, they're important. Uh, those mentors, even, even the mother figures too, cause there's a lot of women out there in the fire realm. There are. Uh, yeah. yeah there are, are excellent mentors. We do a lot of women's boots, man. Yeah. Yeah. We do. So there's a question I have for yeah. you. So the difference between men's and women's cut boots, like big, big difference, big difference. Mm-hmm. So what are some of those? So it's all just comes down to sizing. Quality is the same. Build is the same. Okay. Know, the, same materials. Same, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Actually, so something that I've noticed. So naturally women are just lighter than men. Sometimes there's girls that are, you know, five, three, yeah. 110 pounds. You know, it's like, you're, you're very light, you know, but when we use the same materials, it can be a little more challenging for the girl to break in boots. Okay. So there's some things that we do. Like, for example, I'll fit a lot of times I'll fit girls for a cushion insert. It's called a Spenko insole. And it just helps. It just makes it a little bit easier on their feet. And, you know, sent, the build doesn't change. The quality of material doesn't change, but just that little insole in there. Just, just does wonders. Just does wonders. Yeah. 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 Um, the, the biggest, if I've ever encountered any challenges, it's always comes down to sizing. You know, girls typically just have smaller feet, feet narrower yeah. feet. You know, the, the heel is narrower, shallower feet. It's just, you know, whatever biology, you know? Yeah. Um, and you just got to do it. You just got to cater to it. It's harder than, than fitting guys for sure. Um, I'm not going to lie about that. It's a challenge, you know, um, or a lot of times what we'll have is like girls will have tiny feet mm-hmm. and a normal calf. And so it's like, we have to fit you for your tiny foot, but then the standard upper for that tiny foot won't fit your normal calf. Cause it's not necessarily like a, a it, proportional, not proportional thing. at yeah. all. So we have to do a custom upper for your calf. And then it looks a little funky, mm-hmm. but it's the only way to do it. And so it's like, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. We do it and, and no problem. Like it's fine. It works, you know, Yeah. but it, it, it definitely is a challenge. Um, but it's just something you got to overcome. And for girls, I always tell them it's better to come into the store. Um, you know, do a fit sheet, request a try on if, at minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come, come into the store. It's just better. Anyone who has, you know, like if you know that your feet, you have problems like issues, like really, you know, bunions, spurs, Plantar fasciitis, dude, whatever, you know, if you know it's a, it's an issue, dude, come, okay. come to the shop or do a try on at minimum, you know, or, you know, it's just worth it. Um, it's just, it's worth it. You know, get that plane ticket, make that drive. Dude, I've had guys drive eight, 10, 12 hours, you know, and yeah. it's worth it. Well, also, you guys some that fly from Oklahoma city. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oklahoma city, Dallas, you know, yeah. Arizona, um, guys will literally, so I'm, I'll be sitting in the front, you know, at the, at the front desk, I see an Uber pull up, guy hops out with a suitcase, comes in, Hey, I'm here for a pair of boots. 20, 25 minutes go by. We're done with the fitting. Calls an Uber, goes back to the airport. It's just in and out. Just they, in and out. they flew just there to get boots. Yeah, yep. man. Yep. So how honoring is that? Do I feel like, wow, that's amazing. Like you Dude came flew to across see me. the country to come get a pair yeah, of boots like that from is you guys. So cool. Yeah. You know, um, dude, thank you that you came, you know, and then they're stoked because they got fit by me. You yeah. know, and there's like a level, it's cool. You know, I've been experiencing like a level of not celebrity, but minor celebrity, right? Because of the, <laughs> because of the YouTube. People are starting Instagram. to like recognize you from yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The YouTube and Instagram stuff, you know? And so like, you know, I'm always in Spokane, obviously I'm not always in Reading mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not in Boise that much either. Sometimes I'm in Reading, you know, and, and sometimes I'm, I'm in Boise, but most of the time I'm just in Spokane. And so like when people come out and like, if they see me, it's like, dude, you're the guy, you know, from the thing. Cause I always do the videos, you know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm the guy. I'm, just, I'm Tim. 
dude, it's so cool, man. I can't let me get fit by you. Was, yeah, it's cool. You know, it's, a, it's like, I'm not used to that. I'm just a guy, you know, I'm just a normal dude. But like, it's cool because of the following and, you know, the YouTube educational stuff, this stuff, you know, it's like a level of, and I, I understand too, because I, I, I fangirl over some people. Oh, yeah. You know, it's cool. Like, it's like, I, I listen to you. Like, that's amazing. Like, I honor you. That's so cool. I can't believe I got to meet you. Like, I listen to you all the time. Like, I have that, you know, and, and other stuff that I like. And so it's cool, you know, when guys come up to do that, I've watched all your videos on YouTube. Like, it's great. I've learned a ton of stuff. Like I learned how to properly oil and how to properly lace and how to properly take care of my boots. And I never knew how to do that. Thank you. Oh dude, my pleasure. And that's important stuff, man. Cause these things are, well, one, they're pricey, right? Yeah. You're paying for yeah. a custom yeah. boot. Yeah. Five, 600 bucks. Yeah. Five, yeah. 600 bucks yeah. for a custom pair yeah. of boots. Right. But these things are going to last you forever know, a long time and you can get them rebuilt too. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you're going to make that effort and you know, try and take care of them, take care of your feet, take care of your boots, man. These That's are, right. these are an investment. That's yeah. what these are. Yeah. Like I was telling you last night, like I've seen, you asked me what was the worst rebuild I saw, yeah. you know? And it was one where it's like, we, we, we ended up not being able to do it because so the, you know, when you get a pair of boots for a rebuild, you gotta tear them down. So you rip yeah. off the lower and you just keep the upper. So that part that wraps around your calf, right? Dude, stiff as rocks. He didn't oil them one time. Not even you know, once. Not, not even, even tried. And it was probably like two or three seasons on the same pair, right? So you're talking- Is it a wild man? Yeah, wild man guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gosh. For two or three years. <laughs> take care of your boots, dude, please. Yeah, please. You know, word to the wise, take care of your boots, right? So two <laughs> or three years of fire, ash, sweat, anything else you can think of and no oil. And they became stiff as rocks. I don't even know how he was wearing them. Yeah, you, you, know, didn't, like, you couldn't even get your- <clears throat> Dude, barely. Like, you yeah. know, it was hard to like- showed them to the camera, you know, it was like, it's crazy, you know? So just be smart. It's not rocket science. You know, it's hard to mess it up. Go on YouTube, go watch our videos. They're very educational. They're very good. That's why we did them. You know, I think one video has like 25,000 views already. Like go look at that and go learn. That's why we did that because you know, you need to know, you need to do it the right way. Well, yeah. You know? Even if you don't have a pair of JKs, I just mean, go you're, learn. Still, you're still providing yeah. info just for these people. Go get educated. Yeah. yeah. Just go know, you know, because everyone kind of is just like, ah, boots, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It is ah, boots, but it's like, you want to make them last long. Like you're going to take care of your truck, right? Yeah. You're going to change the oil. You're going to change right. the tires. Right. Same, same thing here. Or like knowing when to get a resole. Yeah. Like when it's time, you know, some guys wear them down. To, <laughs> the screws, to the screws, you know, it's like, Hey, too, okay. Too far. You know, some come on, man, let's get it in, together. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Some guys send them in prematurely. It's like, okay, well you could have worn them for like another four months probably, you know? And so we, we talk about that, you know, how yeah. to know it's kind of like measuring, um, tread, you know, in your tires, like, you know, okay. It's like a depth gauge it, on it's tread. like a depth gauge kind yeah. of thing. Like, okay. All right. Kind of by the eye, you know, are your lugs smooth? I mean, mm -hmm. you've worn it down too far. Okay. If you're grinding under screws, yeah, it's too far, you know, like, yeah. Or dude, email us a picture. You know, DM us a picture, you know, if you, if you're not sure, you know, like we respond to that stuff. Like, Hey, yeah. we'll, we'll help you out. You know, it's not like you guys are like the super corporate mega entity yeah, no, and you guys, no. and that's the cool thing too, is like, if you're going to DM you guys, mm -hmm. like it's talking to you literally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's, Can you believe that that's, that's important, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you know, definitely take care of your stuff. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any kind of like crazy story I could tell you about like neglect. I have seen, okay, here's the other extreme of taking too much care. So, <laughs> all right, this guy's name was Jack. I didn't That's know what you leave that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just leave it, his name is Jack. Uh -huh. He's not a firefighter, he was a logger. Okay. Okay, so like, you know, probably in his 50s, you know, where's the suspenders, you know, type of oh, logger. Yeah. Long hippie hair, chew in his mouth, you know. Yep. So got a pair of boots, they're like 14 inch tall. They're nice. And he got him, he was happy with him comes back a week later and he's like, they're like falling apart. 
and I see the, the souls are like delamming and stuff. I'm yeah. like, that is weird. I'm like, okay, let me take a look at them, Jack. Dude, I touch them and there's oil all over my hands. It's like a shop rag that's coated, yeah. coated in motor oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit. I look inside, totally, some, totally, every inch of the boot is totally dripping with oil. What? I put my hand in where the insole is, where your foot sits, uh -huh. and I take my hand out. My hand is covered in oil. I'm like, Jack, what did you do? <laughs> did you dip this in a vat of 90 He took weight? a bottle of oil and poured <laughs> it inside. No. Yeah, oh. the whole thing. He dunked, he dunked a whole bottle of oil inside because he wanted them to break in faster. That that's not and the so way he to do left it, it right. And so what happened, right? The oil seeped into the boots everywhere completely. Yeah. And the oil, when it mixes with our adhesives, it begins to um, eat it out. Yeah. The oil will eat out the adhesive. It's not made for that. That's why we tell people: do not oil the sole. Do not oil the heel base. Or the last. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do yeah. not do that. Do not do that because the oil will seep in and start to delam all the adhesives over time. Like it'll happen. Well, cause that's a pretty hard compacted leather too. Very. Yeah. Very. So, yeah. So the, the midsole and the heel and the insole is called uh, a veg tan okay. or oak tan. So it's differently made. It's, it's made, it's, it's made, it doesn't need moisture. It doesn't need to be treated per se. It's made hard like wood. Yeah. You know? So actually when you begin to treat it, you puff it up and ruin it. You know, it's not made for that. It's going to start right? separating it. Exactly. It's going to swell. Exactly. Okay. It swells. Yeah. Because it's a different leather. It's a different purpose. That's why we use it for that midsole, heel, base, and insole because it's meant to be hard, stiff, and last for years. Yeah. You know, well, anyways. You yeah. got a set of boots right yeah. there, right? Um, like, so point to the, like, oh, to the cut half. Yeah. Will you grab that for me? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, anybody watching this, right? So, this first layer right here at the very top, what I'm touching, that's called the insole. That's a nine iron veg slash oak tan insole. Okay. Tough as nails. You know, some people think it's wood. It's not, it's leather made like this on purpose for this purpose. Lasts for years. You know, it's where your foot gets imprinted into. Right. Yeah. So if I flip it just to show you, right. Then this layer right here, this is called the midsole. Okay. It's called the midsole. You can also see it inside right here. It's that thick one right between, you know, it's touching the sole. That's called a midsole. Same thing. Nine iron stiff, tough as nails, not made for oil, not made to, to receive oil. Well, it's made to be hard and be there for years and keep the shape of the boot. Okay. Like when we're building boots, there's a process called bottoming where you're securing that midsole to the rest of the boot. Dude, you, we're using heavy, hard hammers pounding into this thing. Like a sledgehammer. Like dude, straight up, like yeah. straight up, you know? So it's not made to take all this oil in there. Like it's not made for that. Now the upper leather, this is called oil tan. It's a lighter weight. It's eight to nine ounce, right? Mm -hmm. Totally different. It's made to be flexible and wrap around your ankle and you can oil it. It needs it. It'll dry and crack if it doesn't, right? Different, different thing going on here. So yeah, that's a huge misconception just for the camera, right? Do not, do not oil this area. Do not oil this area. Very bad. And anyways, imagine Jack, this guy, right? Pours a bottle of oil and it gets all oh, inside dude. here and seeps all this stuff. I had to rebuild them. You were completely. able to rebuild them? Well, you were able to save, save the uh, upper, right? Just the upper. Yeah. yeah. So I left the upper to dry though for like two weeks. Just air just to dry. Get that oil out of it. Yeah, dude. It was crazy. I left a sticky note inside the boot. The next day, the sticky note is covered in oil. It's just, oh, dude. You know, because it's so much, so much, you know? And as I'm rebuilding them and tearing them apart, like you're opening them up, it's just oil all over. Your hands are, like, I was crazy. Imagine you took a whole eight ounce bottle and you, or if not 16, dude, and poured it in there and let it sit overnight. Jesus. You know, so. So an entire can of open -ups. An entire can of open -ups, yeah. Wow. So don't do that.
Okay, so words of the wise, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. But let's, let's put that in the comments section, in the notes section. Do not pour a whole bottle of oil into your boots. That is bad. Real bad. Real bad. So since we're on the topic, man, let's yeah. talk about care. Let's yeah. talk about care of uh, boots, man. Like yeah. just making your investment last yeah. a long time. Pretty simple. I always kind of give the same spiel, right? So when you get them right away, what you can do is oil around that ankle area yeah. just to help with break-in, just make it a little softer. I like doing that. I do that for my own new boots. Mm -hmm. It works. It's nice. You know, you can do a coat on the outside and a nice coat on the inside. And then like the next day, do another coat just to make it softer. Then you can fall into this regimen of once every three to four weeks. Okay. If you're really, really, really bad conditions, like crazy dry, like you're on a 21 day roll or whatever, 14 Say day in like roll. Arizona or something like Dude, that. Yeah. And it's just hundred degrees, right? Okay. Do it a little more often. Do it like every two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Take a hard bristle brush, clean everything off of there. Just get all the crap off and just a nice coat of just some, like you're painting, just a nice solid coat of oil. Avoid the hardware. Do not put anything on the hardware. So, so your eyelets, eyelets your and hooks, hooks. eyelets okay. and hooks. Yeah. So right there where the eyelets and hooks are, there's a line of stitching. Yeah. Stay on the other side of that line of stitching. Do not cross. And I talk about that in that video. Uh, do not cross that line of stitching with oil because oil will get into the hardware and begin to loosen it. Right. And what are you doing when you're tying up your boots? You're Just cranking wrenching on down, that, on you're wrenching down yeah. on that. Yeah. It's hard as it is to keep it secure. When you're adding oil and softening that leather, dude, you're just going to pop them right out. I've seen that. I've seen guys over oil that area. They crank their boots and the eyelets and hooks pop out because you've been oiling it for weeks and softening that whole area and making it super, super malleable. And then you crank once, crank twice, crank for your fifth time, your 10th time and pop. Just comes right out. Just comes right out. Yeah. Because it's become so ridiculously over oiled and soft and you're applying crazy pressure on it. Yeah. Especially or if, with like leather laces or if you're like mm -hmm. rocking rhino laces. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, or even if it doesn't pop out, it'll begin to tear. Yeah. And then slowly, you know, a week, two weeks, a month, it'll tear more, it'll tear more, it'll tear more. That's bad. So don't do that. Um, yeah. So, you know, fall into that regimen of, I say every three to four weeks, if it's really bad, every two, three weeks, clean them off really well. Oil the upper and the lower. So just around the, the it's called the vamp. So that toe area okay. where your foot is, you know, the rough out. And people ask me all the time, difference between smooth and rough out. No difference. You treat the same, same, same yeah. stuff. If anything, rough out's easier to clean because you just get a hard bristle brush with with wires on them. Dude, just stuff brushes right out. Kind of like a welding, like a welding yeah. uh, brush. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. a hard, yeah. Anything with hard bristles, just, you know, just brushes right out. I mean, you don't know. like obviously like sit there and polish it. Yeah, don't go brush. crazy. Yeah, yeah. You're but, you know, just it, get obviously. all the crap out. Yeah, just get all the stuff that doesn't belong, all the dust, the grime, you know, whatever. And okay. I, you know, I'm sure like, I don't know exactly how the regions are, but so like, what's like New Mexico? That's region three. Okay, so region yeah. three. Okay, what's Oregon? Region six. Okay, totally different climates, right? Yes, yeah, so polar opposite. Polar opposite. So like, okay, New Mexico region three is dry, desert hot as hot hell. as hell right yeah oregon still gonna be hot but more wet more mud more dirt depends on kind of what side of the uh, state you're in yeah. yeah yeah i'm just you know for as, as an example and so okay understand that you're in new mexico like okay sacramento shots are in new mexico right we may have a lot of boots for those guys if you're in crazy dry hot as hell sand dust, all the stuff for weeks and weeks and weeks. Okay. Well, you need to oil a little bit more. Yeah. You know, just use kind of common sense with that. Right. Right. Cause your boots are thirsty. The, the leather is thirsty. It yeah. needs to be saturated. Right. Okay. Now let's say you're in a wet climate and it's, it's, it, or uh, Alaska. Great one. Let's okay. talk about Alaska. Okay. There we go. Wet all the time. You saw that picture. I, I saw that picture. Oh man. Yeah. Dudes. Oh my God. His feet were just, what is that up. by the way? Is that trench foot or what are they Pretty called? Much, yeah. That's trench wow. foot. Yeah. So that's like for not being able to change your socks and wow. you're on the middle of nowhere. Everybody's like in the comments, we're armchair quarterback in the shit out of this. They're all like, Oh, just change yeah. your socks. I'm like, dude, he's in the middle of Alaska. And yeah. I give him grace. Like it's, yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know what he was wearing. Yeah, I don't know anything about what he was wearing. Ultimately, leather is leather. You can only do so much. But what I would say for that is definitely you're going to want to put some grease, okay, some grease, some of the LP around the leather because that'll keep the water out. Okay. Okay. So grease to keep the water out. That's going to help a lot for the Alaska guys. We have, there's a, there's two hotshot crews in Alaska. Um, Midnight Suns and Chena. Okay. They share a building. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah I've, I've never had the opportunity to fight fire in Alaska. Okay. So I went up there for vacation actually. Or they so. share a station, something like this. Something you like know? that. Yeah. And uh, we did a lot of boots for those guys. And I like did it like a, I sent, I talked to them a lot cause they had questions about that stuff. Like how to take care of them. And I sent them like a care package of grease. I think I did some or, LP. Yeah. LP. Yeah. Or I just put it in everybody's box. I don't remember. And um, yeah, use that stuff for the hot, for the nasty wet tundra so mud. Pacific Northwest rainforest. Yep. Yep. Put some grease yeah. to keep the water out. Okay. Put some grease to keep the water out. and you can oil a little bit less, right? Because the boots don't need hydrated. it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're not dying, you know, from, they're not, you know, so the two things, right? Too much leather and oil, it'll rot and rip. Not enough, it'll dry and crack. So use some common, just logical stuff, some just common sense to keep an eye on them and just, just have, find that nice middle, find that nice balance, right? So that's why- It's like taking care of a plant, man. You, if it's wilting and shit, yes. you know, it's, you need to yes. water yes. it probably if it's drying out yeah. and turning brown. I mean, it's same, yep. same kind of concept. Same it's concept. It's yeah. a living organism. I mean, it came out of a living organism. That's one thing too yeah. that I want to mention is I'm not working with steel. You know, I'm not working with metal here. It's it's a leather. It's a living organism. You have to make certain calls while you're building boots. You know, because you're working with cow hides. Yeah, that have veins and and scars. You know, and and tears and stuff. Brands, you know, brands and stuff. You know, yeah. and and so a lot of just intuition and skill. You well, know, it's like a woodworker, this, like a skilled you know? carpenter yeah. is going to read the grain on his yeah. on his boards or yep. read the twist of the cup or whatever. Yep. Same kind of concept, yep. right? Yep. And just, you know, back to like taking care of them, like it's hard to mess it up. Like I said, if you just kind of keep those key things in line, you know, if it's really, really dry, okay, do a little more, just keep an eye. If it's really, really wet and nasty, okay, put some grease over them to keep the water out and just keep an eye on them, you know? So it's like that stuff. And again, go back to YouTube, go watch the videos that I posted. Like it's a lot of information. It's hard to remember everything. I remember it because it's what I do, but I don't expect- This is what you do professionally. Exactly. I don't expect, like I don't, know a lot of fire stuff, right? I don't expect every firefighter to know a lot of boot stuff. So that's why we put that stuff out. It's on YouTube. It's accessible. Go watch it. Go look at it. Take notes. Educate yourself. It's yeah. a big one. Um, but yeah, or like, dude, we talked about this already, but this is going to make me mad talk about it. The stupid wives' tales, right? Of oh my god, dude! I I see it all the hot time. Hot tub full of water. Yeah, dude. No, no. Why, dude? Water is like poison for. Do boots, not do man. it. Yeah, do don't do soak it. your damn boots Please and try and break them in. Or like they fit horribly, so I'm gonna go walk through a creek until they fit better. That doesn't work. Why did you buy them then? Yeah, why would you buy them in the first place? But you, we had that conversation though. It's like these big box stores that are selling yeah. some of your other fire boots. They just made the sale. They just made the sale. Yeah. They didn't get them fitted. Yeah. They didn't. I, I, yeah. I fell victim to that with my yeah. last pair of yeah. uh, your or, or you don't know, and you just take what they give you. Yep. Right. And you just kind of, or or you only walked around the store for two minutes. Walk around for ten or 15, 20 minutes. Hang out. Hang out. Yeah. Just yeah. in. Just keep obviously keep them clean, but like hang out in the boots. You know, like be sure of the decision that you're making. Because I'll tell you right now, like with custom boots, like if you get a try on pair from us or a stock pair from us, if you go give them dirty and you go hiking them, I, I there's nothing I can do. Yeah, you can't resell them. Man. Yeah, my hands are tied. Like the, we're not, you know, Ariats where we've got, you know, thousands of pairs of boots and like we can't, like I can't throw them back on the shelf as a brand new set, you know? So when you get try-ons or when you get a stock pair from us, even though you know your size and stuff, okay, put them on your house, walk around for 20 minutes. Just be sure. 
you know, just, it, it, you don't have to freak out over every little detail, but just be sure that the general feeling is good. The three things I always say when I'm fitting guys, right? Make sure the arch feels good. They're not too tight or too loose. So you feel snug and secure, mm-hmm. but you can breathe them around a little bit. And then your heels are pretty in there. You know, yeah. if they move a little bit, that's okay. Yeah. Those, well, that heel cut too. That's like a that's lot a big one. Yeah. of blisters come there. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So your heels in there, if it moves a little bit, that's okay. And the reason I say it is because a lot of times it has to do with lacing. So mm-hmm. relace your boots. Also it has a lot of time to, a lot of times to do with kind of wearing the boots in. After you wear the boots in, they kind of like suck up around your foot. Yeah. And they kind of like, you know, the break, you know, when they break in or whatever, it's a leather, right? So like, that's why we see the toes curl up sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, over time, because that's why we have that thumb width, you know, to get started because the, the, the toes will curl up. Yeah. And, and that's just a result just of sweat and stuff. And it's of, a, you know, it, it's like breathing, man. Yeah. It's, it's a living organism, yep. like you're yep. saying. So yep. it's going to expand yep. and contract. Exactly. exactly. And um, yeah. And then there's like another factor that goes into this and that's like the preference thing, right? So that's why we leave a lot of the decisions to the customer. Yeah. Cause it's ultimately their feet. Exactly. They're going to know their body best. Exactly. Yeah. I had interesting situations where I would fit a guy for what I, in my opinion, as a bootmaker is like, dude, that's what you, this is it. Yeah. He's no, these don't feel good. Okay. So we'll give him something else. Okay. Well, these, I like this. And it's like, that's not even close what I would give you, but ultimately it's preference. It's preference based, you know? So if, if that's what you like, if that's what, again, makes you happy. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. Rock that. We're going to make you happy. Like we're going to, we're going to do what we need to do to make you happy. So that's why we, we do this stuff with try-ons and, and, and you can, you know, put them on, walk around your house, keep them clean, make sure that you're happy with it, you know? And, and it's your choice ultimately what makes you happy. Like, here's a crazy story. Made a pair of boots for a guy. This is like a while ago. And, um, he's always worn, I think it was 11s. Mm-hmm. He's actually like a nine, which is weird too, because like these boots right here. Yeah. I mean, I wear a size 10 and a half and I know they're in like shoes, right? In shoe yeah. shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just street shoes. But mm-hmm. these, I'm like an eight. D. Yeah. Yeah. It's always down. It's yeah. always down at least one full mm-hmm. number. Sometimes one and a half, but usually at least one full number. But I mean, this guy was like an 11 and a hand. He was wearing 11 and handmade boots, but he was actually a nine. Oh, someone messed up. Yeah. But that's what he'd been rocking for 20 years. So he's used to it. And he's used to that. Fit. Yeah. I made him the nine. He's like, no, this is not good. Like I do not like this, huh. you know? So that was a learning experience for me where it's like, okay, well, we're going to do what you, what, what makes a person happy. And that's yeah. okay. Hey, that's, that's all right. Like your, your choice, like we, we will do it. Like we'll do it. Whatever, whatever makes you happy. I have my recommendations. We have our opinions, you know, we have our stuff where it's like, Hey, we think this and this, but ultimately like, that's why we'll give you a pair to try on two pairs to try on. See and what I, fits. Yeah, what you're fits. comfortable with. Make yeah. your choice. Like make, make your decision. We're here to help. We're here to advise. We're here to give you tips and tricks and lace them up and answer your questions and, you know, fit you and do all this stuff. But like, Ultimately, like, I'm going to give you a pair of what I think is right. Okay. If you like it, awesome. And most guys do, you know, 95% yeah. of the time we fit them. Dude, this is perfect. It's only the five to 10% where it's like, we fit them. You know, it's good, but I'd like it a little wider just because I like a looser fit. Okay, great. That's perfect. That's why yeah. we have on our fit sheet, the tight fit, regular fit, loose fit, right? Because some guys like a, a loose fit. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, great. We'll just make them a little bit looser. Some guys like a really snug glove fit. Like I like a snug fit person. I'm like the halfway in between the regular yeah. guy. Right. So, yeah. Cause they always double up on socks. So sure. Yeah. And also some guys double up, some guys don't, some mm-hmm. guys wear insoles, some guys don't. And that's a, actually a good one to bring up. If you're going to wear insoles, let it be the insoles that we recommend to you. Something and, that's not going to damage the leather. Yep. And not insanely thick, right? Cause some insoles are, you know, an inch thick. That's not going to fit. It's not going to work. Let it be the insoles that we have for you. Yeah. Also, if you're going to wear an insole, let us know 
so that we can fit you for it. Because you got to compensate for the size of the insole. Exactly. Because I've had situations where like, if someone wants to wear an insole, but they don't tell me, and then we build the boots to their foot and then they slide the insole and well, I can't wear these because they're They're too too tight. tight. Well, yeah, you should have told me. supposed to do that. Yeah, you should have told me, you know? (laughs) So just let us know, just, you know, give us information. Or like um, the two pairs of socks thing, you know, tell me that you can wear two pairs of socks because it's the same thing. I got to compensate for that, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people are used to like buying cheap boots and then they stretch out and get all crappy. And so they just think, ah, okay, whatever, you know? Yeah. You're just going to have to suffer with it. Yeah, Yeah. 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 But we make a really quality boot. So it doesn't do that. It doesn't, you know, stretch out and get all loose and, and loosey goosey. You know, it's pretty true to fit pretty much the life of the boot, obviously leather, you know, give out a little bit here and there, but yeah, it's pretty much true to fit forever, you know? So that's why it's, it's right to get it good off, off the bat. And what's really cool is like, once we get you down, you're done. Like yeah. you, you don't even, we get to hold on to those too. So forever. Yeah. Forever. I so have, if they need a new yep. pair or yep. like a rebuild or something just like that, you just got specs right there. Literally a phone call or go online and just, there's literally a, an option that says I'm an existing customer. Uh-huh. Do the same thing. We do that all the time. It's great. It's hmm. easy. You know, it's like once we've gone through this process, of dialing you in, it's in our system, your patterns, your build, your specs, we're good to go. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. That's so, my favorite. That's my favorite. When we, we develop relationships that are long-term. Yeah. You know, well, that's, that's the thing is you're trying to get a repeat customer, of course, you right. know, and then also right. put a pair of boots on them that's yeah. going to last them for a long time. Yeah. Or yeah. like, you know, in, in our computer system, like you can see the the um, history of orders. And it's like, wow, you know, we made you your first pair in 2016. Yeah. That was That's a cool. Long time ago. Yeah. yeah. And now it's 2021, 2022. You're buying another pair. Dude, that's cool. I'm glad you're happy. That's yeah. a hell of a long time to get some miles on some right, boots, right. man. Or like, you know, you bought a pair in 16, you were so happy with them. You bought another pair in 17 just to have. Like you a backup them, pair. Yeah. You got them resold in 18 or 19. You got another pair in 21. They got them rebuilt in you know, 22. Like that's cool. It's like a relationship, you know? And so we, we have a customer file and we have notes on your file and every single, every single person that's ever bought a pair of boots from us, I have in my computer system. I have their phone number, I have their email, I have their customer notes, and I have written down on every single person, their size, what to do, and how to build it. Yeah, so you have their imprint of their foot too? Yep. Damn, dude. See, that's that's the way to do business though. Um, yeah, because if you keep people coming, but you, you, if you put out that level of customer service, guaranteed they're gonna come back. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's like a, like I said, it's a relationship. Like you're like, you're in the club, you know, <laughs> you're in the club, you know? So it's cool. Yeah. I have a fat filing cabinet, mm-hmm. um, right under my sizing desk. I have two desks. I have my front desk that I use to talk with customers and I have a desk in the back. It's like where, the office space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where we build like custom sizing and stuff. And under that desk, I have a huge filing cabinet, you know, alphabetized. Um, and every, everybody is in there. Everybody's in there. So if you're a JK customer, you're in that filing cabinet. <laughs> We've got your number. Literally. We've got your number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's cool, man. It's, um, it's really cool. When, when I was, um, and I, I need to get back into this. Um, but like, you know, just going through them, re- reminding yourself, seeing the names, yeah. it's just cool. You know, like it's, you, just, you can scroll through, see the names. Oh, I remember that guy. Oh, I remember that guy. Okay. Oh, this guy. Oh yeah. I remember that guy. I remember that guy. Like it's, it's, I don't know if sentimental is the right word, but it's like, it's cool. It's like honor. It's like, that's awesome. Like we just, we, we, we helped all these guys. Like we, we, 
gave them a service, you know, like we built them a product. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of cool stuff too, is like being a custom shop, you actually are able to do like the one-off boots. Like yeah. that guy with the, uh, he was like a partial amputee. Yeah. You guys built a pair of boots. Of those. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's badass, yep. man. Yeah. And they weren't fire guys. They were just regular guys that lived in our city and, mm -hmm. and actually one of them was from Seattle. We do a lot of boots for non-fire personnel as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which I should say, you know, fire is a huge one, but I mean, Honestly, we do boots for everybody and anybody, you know, across the world, um, you know, just because of the internet, right? So, I mean, you know, construction, carpenters, iron workers, fab guys, uh, linemen, linemen's a big one. Um, yeah, you know, any anybody who wants comfortable footwear, doctors. Really? Yeah, people on their feet all day, you know? Yeah, we've done like little dressy casual things, stuff for, for doctors, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because huh. it's about the comfort, arch support, heel support, good fit. It's like comfort. Feet is important, you know, and a lot of people don't value that. So we've done cool stuff. Yeah. The amputee thing, two of those guys, um, one of them was actually a double amputee. He didn't have any toes on both feet, on both feet. And one foot was amputee, amputeed, um, amputated all the way to like his instep, like ankle. Okay. So it's like literally like his foot is like, it's just the heel and the arch. And that's it. And the other guy, and his other foot was just no toes on the other foot, you know? And that was like, that was crazy. I bet it was life-changing for him too. Absolutely. He, yeah. yeah. Also, he like, likes man. to hike and hunt uh -huh. and he wasn't able to do that anymore. And now he's able and to now do he's that. able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like a tile guy. He lays tile. So he does tile and does that. And he's like 70. And then he goes and hunts on the weekends and he wasn't able to do it. But now we made him boots. He can do it. That's, that's life-changing. That's game-changing, man. Isn't that man. cool? Yeah. yeah. Make a difference in someone's life and yeah. like have them follow their passions yep. again. Yep. The that's other, huge. The other guy was a veteran, mm -hmm. lost his foot. Um, we did it. We took care of him. That one was like years ago. And I was like, my dad did that one. And then when we did this newer guy from Seattle, my dad taught me how to do it. So I did it for the, for the guy from Seattle. I've done stuff for somebody with, it's called Halix Vargas. So how was that? Yeah. It's like, it's like, it like an a, actor yeah, name dude, or something right? or like an alien. It's, um, it's when your toes, so normally, you know, your toes go straight, right? Yeah. But you're, they're going sideways. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's so like know, hammer toe on all. Yeah. But toes. literally they're going this way. That's crazy. You know? Yeah. And so they're, they're going out. Your toes are pointed. They're like, imagine if your, your toes all got shifted and are pointing outwards, you know? And so you have like a giant hand for a foot, you know, that's what it looks like. It's like that's weird. Trip, you know? dude. Yep. Did that for him. Um, guys with like, you know, permanent steel in their feet and, and legs and it's super swollen. And yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff that's hard stuff, you know, and also it's risky Yeah, because it's kind of a shot in the dark. You know, we do our best and we're well, good. Something you've never done before. Exactly. I mean, you make hundreds, if not exactly. thousands exactly. of these. Yeah. And then that's a system developed you're gonna size or this, you know, or fix an existing customer. Yeah. You know, we've got your custom size in, we've got your patterns, simpler. This is like, this is tough, you know, but uh, you know, we do it, we take the risk. We, I can't say that I particularly like to do it because it's pressure, Yeah, you know, and it's you like- got, You have like so no worrying. choice but to like knock yeah, it out of the yeah. park. But it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's like, it's hard to say no, you know, because this guy is like, please help. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, so I've said no before when it's stuff where it's like, you don't really need this, you know, it's like you think that you need it, but like you really don't. And we, we can, you know, and also the prices are different too. It's a thousand, 1500, 2000 bucks to do because it's like hours. Oh yeah. That's a lot of labor of time. Work, yeah. You know, hours of sizing, hours of building. Also 
Okay. Getting them fit in size is one thing. Okay. But then you got to make it. Yeah. You know? So now you got to put all the pieces together. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, you got to do special patterns, right? You got to do special sizes. It's not like you could take a stack of like a flat of leather and no. then cut everything out yeah, on the bandsaw. Yeah, no, not, yeah. not at all. Not at all. And then like, so for the guy with the, the amputee guy, right? So we have, you know, it's called last when you build your boots around. Mm -hmm. So I had to cut that in half, right? Those lasts are expensive. Oh yeah. That's a good, that goes into the cost. That's super hard leather. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then I have to, and then I have to go and form that and shape that. And then you're going to make them. And then, and then it's like, if you start complicated, the rest of the build will get even more complicated. Oh yeah. You know, and you're going to probably inevitably run into problems down Absolutely, the road too. A thousand percent. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's just a bigger challenge and that's why it's more expensive because it also takes time. You yeah. Know? But yeah, you know, we do, it's not common, you know, but it's out there. Um, there's a lot of people with feet issues. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can imagine, man. But that's a cool thing about like these custom builds that you're doing is like, it, it must be a point of pride for you and like something that's like, that you must feel good about, totally. you know, cause you're changing totally. someone's life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. It's, I'm um, into it. Yeah. It's a, it's a point of pride for sure. Uh, what, what I tell you last night, I just got an email from that guy. Um, it was just like a regular pair of boots. Like he wasn't particularly custom, mm -hmm. but you know, comfort arch, all this stuff, right? People don't sometimes haven't had comfortable boots their whole life or the wrong fitting boots their whole life. Yeah. And he sent me this awesome email. I should post it. Oh, that, that novel that that guy yeah, wrote? Yeah. 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 Dude, I, yeah. Will, I will gladly read it again. You know, um, I should post it. Um, basically in a nutshell, he's like, dude, you've changed my life because before his feet were hurting all day every day. Mm -hmm. And he's a mechanic and he's got kids and he wants to run and run around with his kids and stuff after work. But he's like, I couldn't cause I'm just in such pain. And he's like, now I don't even think about my feet. I got, I put them on in the morning. I go to work. I work all day. I go pick up my son. I go home. We play all night. Good to go. Good to go. He's like, I don't think about my feet anymore. Good. He's like, you changed my life. It's like, wow. How that, cool is let's that? Let's make it a difference, man. That's yeah. the thing too. It's like, yeah. And who would have thought that it's, it would be boots. Well, of all things too, you know, it's like, oh, it sounds pretty minor, dude, but a pair yeah. of shoes yeah. is changing yeah. somebody's life. Yeah. Yeah. When we think of like life-changing stuff and it is life-changing stuff, you know, medical advancements, you know, Elon Musk, yeah. you know, Apple. We're launching you know, Teslas into space yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. You know, Starlink <laughs> or whatever. And that's amazing. And that is on a huge level. I'm not in no way comparing myself to that, but it does feel good to make a difference. Oh yeah. You know, it does feel good to make change. Well, just you know? the thing, dude, it's like the little things you and I are not Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. Right, We're not right. trying to send people right. to, you know, Space, a mission to right. Mars, yeah. you know? Hey, maybe someday we'll maybe we get a JK boot store on Mars. Dude, you know? Oh, speaking <laughs> of that, the blue origin. Yeah. The rocket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. Um, they're doing like a giveaway for a flight. Wow. I must sign up for that, dude. That's like one passion I've ever had. And I'm like totally all about and that's geeking cool. out about. That's cool. space, dude. I well, always wanted to go in wow. space. Wow. I'm going to so, put it in. <laughs> dude, do it. I'm going to put it yeah. in the giveaway. That's so cool. Free ride to Free space. Free ride to space. Richard Branson just did it the other day. Didn't yeah. He was the first one, I think, right? Is that Blue Origin or is... No, Blue Origin, I think, is Jeff Bezos. That's Bezos. Virgin Galactic. Virgin Galactic. Is Richard Branson. SpaceX yeah. is, is Elon. Tesla. Yeah. Uh, Elon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's, that's crazy. That's freaking wild. Speaking man. of celebrities... I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to be the first one to say it on air, on record, Joe Rogan. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Either, either you're going on that show or he's coming on this show. Something's going to happen. I'm just, I'm, we're, I'm just saying it right now. Okay. Prophetic, whatever you want to say, it's going to happen. Okay. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro, maybe that's going to be, be honored. Major. That'd be cool. That's how cool would that be? And, and it's just going to shine light on the fire community. It's going to shine light on this world, you know, wildland fire in general, because fires are big and scary and stuff. And not a lot of people know about it. Like we were talking about. Yeah. It's a hidden problem, man. It's a hidden problem. Yeah. 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 So I'm telling you, man, that's going to be really awesome. 
That's you know, really awesome. If the opportunity ever arose for me to go on Joe Rogan and, you know, speak my piece or whatever, talk about fire, I'd definitely try and drag a couple select other people, particularly Absolutely. from grassroots, dude. Okay, come on. Yeah, that would yeah. be huge. That would be huge. Just going to expose the community, right? Yeah. And what's all these issues that you guys are dealing with, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You guys could do like three or four people. There we go. I know there he's got go. the room for it and his yeah. red spaceship thing or whatever yeah. he calls yeah. it down there. Yeah. He's in yeah. Texas now, I think. So, See, yeah. people don't know. That's the problem. No, nobody knows about yeah. it. So fire is like one of those things that's, it's a, a, a temporary problem that comes by season by season. At right. least the majority of places, except for like California, we have yeah. a unique climate here. Yeah. That's, you know, you have a year round fire season in Texas and yeah. other places, but you know, weird places like Washington are getting fires in yeah. the middle of July. Yeah. yeah. Or it's never July, happened. January. That's yeah. never happened. No, yeah. it's not you common. Know? Yeah. It's, it's not common. Right. So again, somewhere far away, I don't really know. All I know is it gets smoky. Yeah. You know, like Spokane. And then people bitch about the smoke. It's yeah. like, well, stop lighting fireworks off in the middle of the freaking forest. Makes sense, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't do dumb things. Come on. You know, usually, is, is it usually human caused? I want to say a majority of fires are human caused. I don't know the exact ratio between human caused and like night. There's only two causes of fire. There's human caused and lightning. That's it. What about just if it just, can it be in such a way where it's so hot and it just naturally sparks up? I highly, highly doubt that. Doesn't that doesn't happen. That'd be like the... Yeah. That'd be like winning the lottery. So it just doesn't happen. So it's either so. lightning or, or people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pretty much it. People's flicking cigarettes out the window or parking their diesel with a, like a catalytic converter in dry grass or they're cutting a, a road break or something like that for uh, like fire or whatever. Wow. And they spark something wow. off a rock. So wow. that's all human causes, right? How about like, cause I've heard this. I don't know if it's actually true. Like you're driving down a highway and a chain is hanging off Absolutely and it chain. can cause sparks. Oh yeah. And you can know when you see, uh, like someone's dragging a trailer chain because you'll have new starts going in a particular direction wow. at certain intervals wow. going down a freeway. Wow. That shit is real, dude. So that's high crazy. up your, tie up your trailer chains for F sakes, man. Yeah. How about like dirt bikes and stuff like that? Yeah. 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 If they don't have like a spark arrestor on their muffler. Yeah, Absolutely. That's unreal. Yeah. Is lightning actually a serious one? That's actually, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's actually, unfortunately, um, there's a town a little bit south of me called Markleyville and now they have the Tamarack fire and being in a PL status, uh, five right now that preparedness level thing that we're, we were explaining last yeah. night, how that works. So yeah. everybody in the country is just strapped for resources. You can't get a firefighter. Uh, it, well you can obviously, but it's going to be real damn hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's say these, that was a lightning fire down there and wow. now it's threatening a community, a bitching community at that. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Let's say the worst of the worst crazy fire just goes right now. Let, let's just, okay. We're in Reading. Let's just say like car fire, right? Yeah. And it gets so serious. The whole town is at risk. Are they going to pull firefighters off of other fires? If this is a high enough priority. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if it's threatening like the town of Reading, if there was like firestorm 2.0 coming through Reading yeah. or there was another campfire. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. They wow. re reprioritize those fire crews. Unreal. Yeah. It's, you have to. So then you have to leave that raging one that's not contained. Yeah. But wow. usually they're going to pull from low priority fires to a higher priority. Yeah. Fire. So it's like the fire that's out that they're, you know, babysitting in the middle of the desert, just making sure. Just doesn't really matter. It's yeah. not like the values at risk are not really there. It can be handled by local resources. They're going to take people off of that and send them to the high priority. Wow. Yeah. Do you have a favorite region? Region six. I said it. Yep. I said it. <laughs> I Got him. love it, dude. <laughs> Got him. Yep. I love Pacific Northwest, man. It's definitely one of my favorite regions. That's cool. Uh, why? Why? 
Cause it's just the experiences that I had up there, man. Right. It's big timber. Yeah. Um, it is big timber. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Especially on the coast where I was yep. at, I was over yep. in gold beach for a while. Yeah. 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 It was cool, man. And, uh, I had some pretty good mentors over there and just the overall experience when I was going through Academy and like rubbing hot shots and gold beach hand crew cool. and this little town called powers, which is a logging community, which I was the, uh, I guess the acting engine is operator. that Oregon powers, Oregon. Yeah. Powers, Oregon. Yeah. Middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's like yep. Yep. down the Coquille. River. It is, it is a dot. It is a literally dot. A there's dot literally like yeah. maybe yeah. 110 people. There, I think there's a saw shop somewhere in that area that is like particularly famous or something like that around there in that area. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, what is that place? Um, there's like a little town down the street. Cause you got to go drive up this like gnarly ass windy road. What is that highway? It's uh, I don't know. It's just the, it's powers just the one lane highway. Yeah. It's just yeah. the powers highway. Yeah. yeah. Follows the Coquille river all yep, the way up yep, yeah, to yep. powers proper. But yeah. So yeah. I've driven, you know, on that side, um, coming down through, um, um, you know, going down to, through Grants Pass. I mean, mm-hmm. there's another town up there. Um, there's actually a boot shop up there, man. I already don't remember, but it's like on the Eugene side, you know, okay. super beautiful. Just oh yeah. Amazing. Yeah. No, it's just cool amazing. country, man. What usually like birds up there? Like, is it just straight up forest or? I mean, it just depends on where you're at. I mean, you get these things in uh, region six, particularly it's called the East wind event where you have, you know, the hot desert air over on the, uh, was that the East side of the Cascades? Like yes. so Bend, Redmond, yep. uh, Tri-Cities area, yeah. the Columbia river gorge. Yep all that stuff. Right. And then you have this cool moist air over on the West side of the cascades. Right. Mm -hmm. So all that hot air will try and go towards the cool, you know, it's like equilibrium. Right. And then they mix. Well, it just creates this gnarly ass, like almost like a Santa Ana kind of wind. Yeah. So it'll blow super hard out of the East. And that's where you have those fires. Um, I forget the name of the fire that ripped through the, uh, Valley there outside of Eugene, but yeah, that's. Oh, last year. Uh, I think it was two years ago, maybe okay. last yeah. year, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Reva, uh, she, she has more information on that, but there's like literally nothing you could do. You're in PL five. You have an East wind event. Yeah. Pre- preparedness level five. Right? Yeah. Is that the highest one? Yeah. And this year, uh, we have gone into PL five. The earliest, this is the earliest we've gone to PL five in the last 12 years, I believe, or 10 years. Wow. Yeah. So it's pretty gnarly out there. So what's the solution, man? You know, I don't think there's no one magical solution or magical like thing you could wave a stick at to mm-hmm. like fix this problem. There's no one problem. It's it's a multitude. Of yeah, things. it's a yeah. it's it's a very complex thing. Like our our nature or mother nature and our interaction with fire has been going on for years. This planet and the trees and fire are going to be here for much longer than we are. However, I think that we kind of messed up when we tried started trying to play you know, God with mother nature and putting out these fires at the 10 o'clock rule, you know, that was, that came out of the big burn. It's like, yeah, you got to suppress these fires that are in wherever they are by 10 AM the next day. That is like the objective. That was the goal. Now, since we put all these things out, that's like mother nature's way of cleaning itself out. Right. You have all these ground fuels and all these like, like very young, uh, thicket forests. Right fire was supposed to come through there. It's a natural part of the ecology. It is supposed to be in, in certain areas, of course, in certain ecosystems, but fire is supposed to come through there and be like the cleanup crew and take care of all this dead down. Just the crap, the yeah. crap, right? So yeah. Yeah. If we were to, I guess, utilize fire, uh, at the proper times, you know, with, yeah. uh, reintroducing fire into the landscape, that's going to, it's going to reduce the risk of catastrophic fire in the future. So you have these very intense fires, like, the car fire, right? You have years of brush. This is a very fire prone area. 
you haven't had fire introduced in these areas in some sort of area, you know, and maybe not necessarily a car fire, but these areas in a long time. So you have this buildup. Now you have a hyper intense fire that's spreading rapidly and very intense. And now you have this, this condition in the soil where it basically sterilizes it. That's why you see like going out, like going down the 44 passed out to Susanville. Like some of these fires are so intense that entire swaths of land are just toothpicks and there's nothing growing. Cause usually if it's a low intensity fire, that's kind of going to fertilize the ground. Right. To a degree. I mean, I'm, no, that's the yeah, idea, right? Kind yeah. of. It's more complex than that. I'm, I'm generalizing and yeah, being yeah. kind of vague as not vague as possible, but simple as that's possible. That's okay. Right? That's okay. We have grace for that. That's okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you drive through that area, even two years later or a year later, there's nothing growing because wow. the soil has been sterilized. There's no microbiome in the soil. Will it ever grow? It will. It's just going to take a hell of a lot of time. So what would you rather have? Low intensity fire and the minor inconvenience of some smoke in the spring and fall where yeah. you can put these, you have these opportunities to put fire on the ground or would you rather have a catastrophic fire where you're going to wait hundreds of years for a regrowth? Definitely not that one. Yeah. Wow. So do you believe in the, I forgot the term, but like going through, you know, not during the summer, logging, cleaning, burning, prescribed burning. There's a huge movement about that, that yeah. we're not doing that enough. We're not doing that enough. And uh, the, the you know consequence of that is like, we've, we've done it for so long, the same way of doing business for so long that we don't have the people to fight the problem that we created. So all of that prescribed fire and fuels funding gets sucked into the suppression costs of the summer because they're so damn intense. Wow. And we don't have the personnel to do it in the first place because well, an entry level firefighter is not making a lot. Yeah. We're making 1345 an hour. Hashtag grassroots. Come on. Hashtag yeah. grassroots yeah. trying to change the game. Right. Yeah. So you have a lack of personnel. You got no new applicants because you're not paying them enough. It's not an attractive position. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not glorious. It's not. I mean, it's a, it's a thankless job. I mean, it's a fun as hell. Would I have changed my experience for the world? Hell no. It's awesome. I loved it. It was the best job I ever had. Hands yeah. down. Yeah. But you're not attracting new applicants because there's, the pay is not there. You have a bunch of people that are temporary seasonals that are, you know, experiencing the same thing. And they're just going off and getting professional careers because they can make more money or the mental health component of that too. I mean, shit, I've had guests on my show that have quit hotshots. Like they've been assistant superintendents of a hotshot crew and they've quit because of mental health issues. Yeah. It's not addressed. It's not talked about. It's not. And that stigma needs to go. So you have that compounding the lack of new applicants and the people leaving because they're getting better jobs and they have a better quality of life and they can help heal from these traumas that they've experienced. And now what you have left, which is probably I'm estimating about 80% of the original workforce. That's all that's left. Those are the people that are sticking it out and being, and they're highly qualified and highly skilled and dedicated to their job. So they're good quality applicants. So that 80% that's left are getting cherry picked by municipal departments. They're getting cherry picked by state agencies. Like Cal Fire. Like Cal like Fire. DNR. Like yeah. DNR yeah. for a better quality of life. I can't say I blame them. I don't, so. I wouldn't either. You know, so from a civilian perspective, someone who's never done fire before. Okay. So born and raised in Spokane. Yeah. You know, news been around all my life. I know everything. I will say that if it was not for boots, you would never, I would have never have known. Yeah. And that's not to the fault of my own. It's, it's just, I just didn't, I just wouldn't. I'm, I, I don't know anybody who was a firefighter. I do now. Yeah. I didn't, I, I, I wouldn't know any. Okay. Particularly when I think firefighter, I don't think wildland. No, everybody's misconception is like, oh yeah, you're a Cal Fire smoke jumper or hotshot. Right, right, right. Or the dude on big red. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you don't think of this. You don't think of like, okay, the term a hotshot crew. 
Mm-hmm. I don't, I think that the majority of the population doesn't even know what that means. You know, they don't even know what that is. You know, oh, yeah. when I would think of hotshot back in the day, I would think of, you know, you know, there's a term for trucking called yeah. hotshotting. Like people bringing back, uh, like broken oil rig parts. Yeah. To the Midwest yeah, yeah. And it's just Diego. a flatbed truck, you know, it's just a 3,500 yep. Ram or whatever. And you're just hotshotting. That's what it's called. You know? Yeah. So like at, from that perspective of you're a fire guy for 10 years, you know, 11 years, I've never done fire. Yeah. And if I hadn't done boots, I wouldn't know, you know? So it's the lack of education. It's the lack of acknowledgement. It's the lack of awareness. There's nope. no awareness. The government doesn't talk about it. No, their, their the, PR game is a nightmare. And I don't understand why they don't like utilize that. If like you look the at forest Cal- service, right? Yeah. The forest yeah. Service, well, federal agencies, federal in, agencies general, right? in general, right? So if you look at Cal fire, they take every opportunity that they can to go on to podcasts, go on to TV shows, do documentaries, talk Close about what they do because yeah. it's good PR. It's explaining to the public yeah. what they do and they're admonished for it. They're, they're doing a great job. That's like wow. what we think of when That's we see That's why a they're probably, you know, maybe I'll say it because I'm not a firefighter. Cal Fire is probably the best state agency. I mean, I, I guess as far as the way they treat their employees. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, there's good Cal Fire modules. There's bad Cal Fire modules. It's just like anything else, but they're highly respected. And also they have a strong union that fights for them. So we wow. don't necessarily as a Fed component, yeah. we don't have that necessarily. Yeah. You know, like... Um, again, from a like person who's never done it before that perspective, mm-hmm. um, if we, if, if you know, if you would know, you would care more. Oh yeah. Knowledge is power. hundred percent, yeah. dude. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. Or you'll know only if you have the experience. Yep. You and to walk a mile in those shoes, yep. you truly yep. understand it. And most people don't, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a, it's a smaller majority. Thank God that haven't had their homes burned down in a wildfire. Right. Yeah. Like I'll just say for Spokane, for example. We've the only f- wildfire that we had that was close was the one that I was talking about where that VLAC came through. Yeah. That was 200 acres that burned in the middle of the city because we have something called Beacon Hill. Okay. It's like this yeah, 600 acre mountain in the middle of Spokane. It's super beautiful, but there's a lot of homes on there. And that's where we were. Well, a lot of wealthy homes. Yeah. It's yeah, like it's, a wealthy part of town. Yes. Yeah, so it's nice. It's really nice. Yeah. Right. And there's like large, you know, acre parcels and stuff, but it's like same thing. You know, there was like horse ranches, you know, hundred years ago and all this stuff. And it caught up. I think it was 17. Actually, someone's house caught on fire and spread then to the spread wildland. to the spread to the forest. And then boom, it took off. And they did a killer job of getting there fast. You know, they got everybody out. They evacuated everybody. Like they did a really good, they closed off the roads. Yeah. And then, you know, within like 30 minutes, you had like those small planes with water, the seeds. you know, the seeds. Yeah. yeah. So they got a spotter ahead of them, you know, Blowing up the line. Smoke. Yep, yeah. yep. Then a, a water plant. And there's a river right there. Yeah. It's a, what river is that? Uh, it's a Spokane, Spokane River. Spokane yep, River. Yep, yep. Okay. So it's like it goes right through downtown. Yep. Goes yeah. right through downtown. It Gonzaga's comes up. On, yep. Yep. Yeah. Gonzaga's right there. Yeah. yeah. Gonzaga. Gonzaga. <laughs> Gonzaga. Right. Is that Spokane See, River? All right. All right. Fair. Cause okay. Yeah. Yeah. People from uh, that are, aren't from Nevada. Yeah. They say Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. Nevada. Yeah. Gonzaga. It's Gonzaga. Come on. Number one college basketball team. Let's go. And yeah. And it's not Spokane. Uh, it's Spokane, not Spokane, you know, Spokane, Sp- Spokane, it's Spokane. I just okay. called it Spokane. Spokane, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just certain parts, like any other town. Okay. Yeah, just like anything nice else, in Spokane, right? Anyways, but don't come. All right. We have too many people from California. All right. Do not Same move. Same thing with Reno. Okay. Do not move. Go yeah. somewhere else. Reno's full. Spokane. Go to, go to Boise. Go to, actually I shouldn't say that. Burke's going to get mad at me. <laughs> go somewhere else. Go anywhere uh, but Spokane. Anyways, dude, I did not know what traffic was five years ago. Okay? Oh Yeah. Like, honestly, people stop it. Don't go, go to another town. You know, we do a lot of local business, right? So people come in all the time. Dude, I always ask, where are you from? California, California, 
Texas, California, California, Texas, Texas California, California, Texas. You know, it's oh, like, yeah. that's it. That's the only two states that people are, are coming here from. Anyways. Um, and then when that fire was going on, you know, it was like such a wake up call mm-hmm. to, to, to wildland, you know? Yeah. It's shit like, got real. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like I told you, it's like, it's like, a, wow. Like this is a real thing. Cause when I would think of firefighting, I always thought, you know, big red truck, ladders, know, ladders, municipality, yeah. you know, SUBAs. half the time you're saving a cat out of the tree. Half the time you're saving people out of a burning building, you know? Yeah. So it's like, that's what I thought of, but lots of medical calls, lots of medical calls, you know, and yeah. we have Spokane has awesome EMS and police and our sheriff is awesome. We have very good cops, like thankfully and good firefighters, like good, good quality people, you know? Yeah. Cause we know them, you know, Spokane's not that big. Well, it's a small town. It's yeah, like, it's not, I won't even say big. it's like less than the size of Reno where I'm from. So it's, if not, if not the same, if not smaller. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's kind of broken up. So you got Spokane, you got the North side, mm-hmm. you got the Valley. So the Valley behind it, South of Spokane and then, and then, excuse me, the Valley's um, East of Spokane and then South Hill. Gotcha. So there's kind of like four of these, like, you know, cities that are kind of have become one, you call it the greater Spokane area. And then there's Liberty Lake, you know, over by the, by Idaho, okay. Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene area. And then yeah. a little bit west of Spokane is Cheney, Eastern Washington University and, and Medical Lake. So, you know, probably in the next 10 or 20 years, it'll all just become one metropolitan area. Kind of like San Angeles. Yes. San Diego, it, it, Los it, Angeles. It, that will happen, you know, cause yeah. there's new highways going in all the time and at least they're trying to. But in the next 10 or 20 years, you know, it's going to be a million plus 1.5 million people. It's just big booming. town. It's big booming. city. Yeah. yeah. But right now, you know, the greater Spokane area, if you include the valley, you know, east of Spokane, if you include the north side, north of Spokane, if you include the South Hill, South Spokane, and then the west, you know, it's about 750,000 people. So it's not major huge, but it's growing fast. Oh, yeah. You know, it's booming. But, um, you know, that's why, like, you know, I lived in the same house for like, 19 years growing up when we were all kids Mm -hmm. and we have like a, you know, the same elementary school, middle school, high school, and then the grocery stores and stuff. Every time I went to that grocery store, I saw somebody I knew. Really? A teacher, a fellow student, my neighbor, every time. That's the kind of town that it is. It's very community. Everybody knows each other. Yes. Even though it's big, which is weird. Same thing with Reno, man. They call it the biggest little city in the world. Yeah. 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 It's weird. We have, you know, Hoopfest, Bloomsday. So Hoopfest is the largest three on three basketball tournament in the world. It's held in Spokane. Yeah. Yeah. Thousands and thousands of basketball hoops litter downtown Spokane and they close off the whole city. You know, it's really cool. Bloomsday, it's a big 5k race. You know, people come from all over to run it. It's not long, but it's cool. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the lilac parade, it's just like a community parade. All the high schools come out, you know, bands playing stuff. You know, for telling people not to come to Spokane, you're really okay. selling it. My well. bad, I'm just my saying. bad, guys. <laughs> High crime rate, do not come. Very, very bad. You can't raise your kids here. It's horrible. If you have families, go somewhere else. It's hot. Winters are bad. It gets hot winters, in summer. Yeah, winters yeah, are kind of bad. Never mind. Housing is expensive and yeah. there's no more houses left. So Housing is expensive. Go to Reno. No, go to Reno. No. Hey, I heard that Reno's the great. It's the biggest little no, city in the it's world. It's high crime. It sucks. Traffic. It's <laughs> hot. There's fires all yeah, the time. Nice schools, right? Nevada, right? Yeah. Hey, we're, uh, yeah, 49th out of 50. Hey, come on. Come on. Let's go. You're not dead last. <laughs> Who's dead last? I think it's like uh, Alabama or Georgia, Louisiana, somewhere in the yeah, South. Yeah. Let's, not, let's not go that road. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. But, anyways, um, you know, when that fire went on, you know, like right by us, dude. What a, what a learning experience. And then seeing that, that VLAT, which stands for very large air tanker, yeah. right? Is that what that stands for? Yeah, that's one yeah. of them. Yeah. You just came over, you know, covered that whole mountain is amazing, you know? And then, you know, there's fire guys around you. There was a, what's the red helmet? 
What, what, what rank is that? Is that a captain? Or is it well, it depends. Um, some places, you know, they don't do color coding on their ranks or anything like that. Our but guys were color coded. So yellow hats and that's then firefighter. Okay. Then there's a blue hat and then there was a red hat. So the way we did it on my district and it probably works similarly is red hats and white hats. So a white hat is usually a battalion commander or battalion chief okay. or a division of some sort. You got your red hats, which are, you know, engine captains or captains. Um, then blues are probably like engineer operators. FBOs. Yeah. Yeah. So we had the th those three, we had a, we had two guys in reds mm -hmm. and some blues and a bunch of yellows. And uh, I was, the, the guy in the red, I think was, you know, higher up. And yeah. um, he, he was talking to us and just sharing all kinds of stuff. He was doing like testing on the soil and stuff. And it was cool. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I Weird. guess he was testing how like dry the soil was. So he got some soil, put in a little tube, like mixed it up you know, had a notebook. I don't know. It was, I don't know what he was doing, you know, but it was cool. I think he was testing for how dry the soil was. Have you ever done that or seen that? I've never seen it, but I, I've been operational my entire fire career. So, yeah. I mean, he sound, that kind of sounds like, I don't know, maybe like a fire behavior analyst or something like Who knows? that. Or, Who knows? I, I don't yeah. know. But yeah. yeah, he was, he was doing that stuff and um, he just, you know, shared, it was really cool. Um, you know, taught us a bunch of stuff and like, dude, again, my parents have been in Spokane since 94. Yeah. I've, I've born here, you know, like, and we didn't know anything about wildland just like everybody else. Because again, all you know is two weeks in the summer, it's smoky and it's hot. Yeah. And that's all, you know? And so, but seeing it firsthand was a definitely a learning experience. And now you're aware. And so I think this is awesome. You know, you're doing this, getting the word out. That's like the whole mission of this whole thing is to yeah. one, make better firefighters. That was like yeah. my, my passion is yeah. like, I just want to share these experiences with other experts in the field because I mean, your struggle is not just unique to you. There's thousands of other people out there that are experiencing similar, if not the same exact thing that yes. you are. Yes. So one is that that component. Yes. Two is the education component for the public and like trying to see, expose the culture, I guess, and teach people like what it takes to do this. And like when you have people calling us unskilled laborers, that hurts, man. Crazy. That hurts. We don't just dig ditches, man. We are highly skilled incredibly crazy. skilled crazy That's i mean like, people jump right down the street here people jump out of perfectly good aircraft they rig their own parachutes they fight fire they into the middle of nowhere middle of nowhere yeah that's the furthest thing from unskilled you know like talking to talking to bacon yesterday like, yeah dude ton of respect oh yeah that's badass you know pretty um, wild and he, he's smart oh yeah you know he's not just a dude with a with a with a pulaski right you, you gotta know? be smart to do this job yeah. he's like a smart guy and oh, he's yeah. like precise you know and like a, that's, that's high level. That's high level. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not a spokesman for a grassroots. I'm not any of that stuff. I'm just boot maker at the end of the day, but like, I hope you guys have huge success and flip this thing upside down. I hope so too. Yeah. It needs to, it needs to be better. Right. You know, it, it does, man. Good, you know, we, we take care of our people, you know, yeah. boot makers and stuff. Like we, we take care of people because we value people Yeah, and this should be the same thing. You well, you got to invest in your future of your company, right? And if Absolutely. you don't invest in the people that are you Absolutely. Know, building the boots 10, or you know, yeah. your, people even answering the phones, yep, yep, man. Yep. Even our guy here in Reading, you know, like take care of him. We take care of him. Good. You know, valuable. It's valuable. He's good. Yeah, Taught yeah. him. Trained him. He likes it. He's passionate. Dude, I love it. And he ultimately, it's a representation of us. It's a representation of me, of my dad, you know? So it's like, yes, I'm going to value this person and honor this person and make them feel good and confident. You know, I, I remember when, when we were, when I was training him up, I was like, you know, dude, like go and on YouTube and go watch some like motivational stuff Yeah, and just become a, just become a killer. You know, like that's the mentality that you have. Like, I'm going to do this so well, I'm going to kill it. Like, I'm just going to kill it. Like my brother and I, we talk about that a lot. Like our, our desks are right next to each other. If there's an issue or something, we just go kill it. 
Yeah. Like you're just going to go take it do out. this. Take care of the take problem. I'm not going to get up until I've taken care of the problem, you know? And so like, that's that mentality that, you know, sniper killer mentality, you know? And then I think, I think bacon has that Oh yeah. as a jumper, you know, and also he's a military guy, right? Oh yeah. You have that doing this. A hundred other firefighters that I've met have that, the successful ones. Oh, yeah, you even know? Art, he was, yeah, Art's yeah. the same way. Yeah, the same way. He had that, you know? And that's what we have. And that's, that's, that's it right there, you know, like killer mentality. And like even yeah. making boots, dude, like ultimately, like it's just boots, right? But no, at the same time, it's, I'm killing this, doing the best. We're going to be awesome. We're going to be successful. We're going to have a high success rate. Like if you're going to do something again, do it well. Don't you know? half ass shit. Why would we half ass anything, you know? So going to kill it, make it awesome, you know? I have a friend who's getting kind of starting his own business. He does rings, mm -hmm. custom rings. And um, I should shout him out. Zhuk, Zhuk Customs, Z-H-U-K Customs. Okay. okay. He does rings. He does a good job actually. And like, same thing. He's alone right now, kind of just getting started. Z-H-U-K -Z Custom Rings. Go check him out. He's on Etsy. And um, he's Shameless really good. Plug. Yeah. <laughs> he's really, really good. And it's the same thing. Like, you know, I'll, I'll tell him to just killer mentality, dream big, do the best, do the best. You know, don't worry about whatever else. Just worry about the best. Be the best and your product will sell itself. You can do super good. You're going to kill it. You oh, know? Yeah. So yeah, like that's, that's, that's how it is. That's the mentality. You know, that's my dad taught us that. My brothers instilled that in me. We instilled that in each other. We're doing the best. And yeah, it ultimately it is a business. You know, we're yeah. here to make money. But this is, yeah, it's literally putting a roof over your head. And literally, you know, it's, our li it yeah, it's our livelihood. It's our livelihood. But that's more of like a side effect or a symptom of being great. Yeah. And that's the thing, dude. It's like a lot of parallels could be drawn between that mentality and pretty much every firefighter, whether it's wildland or municipal. At the end of the day, those folks out there that are putting in the work, they're straight killers, man. They're yeah. savages. And that's yeah. why I always say at the end of my episodes is like my tagline, my stupid tagline that I do is stay safe, stay savage. Yeah. They're a bunch of fucking savages out Come there on. and they're doing it, man. Come on. They're ready to get out. How after do you think it. these other guys, Musk, Bezos, all these guys, do you think they have the they're same? straight killers? If dude, not they're more, killers, bro. Yeah, yeah. If not more, you know? They're even like I look up a lot to to I, I really like Musk, Elon Musk. I just think he's an innovator and a pioneer. Like I love yeah. that, you know. And I've always really looked up to um there's a guy named Robert Kiyosaki. Not just, familiar. Yeah, he wrote a book called The Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Just financial education stuff. But same thing, like when you listen to them talk, like there's like this tone in their voice where it's like very like clear cut, clean, black and white, savage, like you say, you know, dude, just go do it. Yeah. You know, here's how bang, 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 make it happen. You know, make it happen, Captain. You know, it's like, I love that. I have a respect for that. That's why I like these guys. Sometimes I'll listen to just on YouTube, whatever, like a Jeff Bezos interview. And there's this thing that he says that I love. He's like, always focus on your customer, never on your competition. Yep. Do your thing. Dude, that's what we do. Oh yeah. We focus on our customer always. We don't ever think about anything else. And it shows, we, man. Yeah, Everybody dude. that I've talked to, like, like I said, I've repeated this thing. I, I, I totally simp for the brand. I don't even own a pair of your fucking boots. Not man. yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But the, the philosophy, the business philosophy that you guys have and the shit that you guys do for the community. Yeah. I don't Thanks, rep, man. I don't rep brands that are businesses or endorse anything unless I believe in their shit. Thanks man. So that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't have to, prove that to you. Other people tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's the biggest thing. The word of mouth thing for us. It's huge. Man. It's, huge. it's huge. You know, I always, when I'm on the phone with anybody or me comes in, I always ask, how'd you find out about us? There's two main ways. The, one of them is Instagram, social uh -huh. media, because everybody's on Instagram or YouTube. But then the second more predominant way is word of mouth. Oh yeah. My friend told me, my captain told me, my sergeant, my lieutenant told me, you know, my, 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 my engine captain told me like yeah. all the time. Shit. My rookie told me. Yeah. Yeah. 
and now what we're seeing too is, is what's cool is at first it wasn't like this because we were still really new to the game. Mm-hmm. But now what I'm seeing is cool. And what makes me so happy and it's like, I'm so glad that we have this trust is upper uh, upper level guys are telling the rookies to go get JKs. That's awesome. How cool is that? That's cool, man. Well, that's, that's the thing though. It's like you guys have dedicated a lot of time and you've earned the respect of the community. And yeah. that's a... Yeah. That's a fucking hard thing to yeah. do, especially yeah. wild man. Yeah. We're kind of xenophobic if you haven't noticed. Yeah, I've seen noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? But it's like, you know, how that makes me feel amazing. Like somebody told me that they got an email and at the end of the email, they said, and then don't forget, go get JKs. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Like a rookie got an email from his, you know, super or whatever, you know, cause when you're getting started or whatever, you know? Yeah. You have to have that conversation of what to yeah. expect. It's like, yeah. you don't know what to expect yeah. until you're truly in yeah. the shit. Yeah. So like. How amazing. Yeah. Right? Like, dude, what a pride badge an honor badge, like heck yeah. And I'm going to work even harder now to maintain that. That doesn't make me slack off. No. That makes, makes me want to work harder. Yeah. Cause it's like, wow. Okay. People are saying that. So now I need to do everything I possibly can and more to maintain and get better. Yep. You know, that right there is the competitive drive, the passion, the ambition, the, my dad came here from overseas, built this thing up, American dream lifestyle, crazy killer, ambitious mode. That's what that is right there. You know, so uh, there is a level of pride. There is a level of not arrogance, but like, hell yeah. Like pound my chest. Let's fucking get let's, some. Let's get some. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. That's what that is. So that kind of stuff drives me. It motivates me. Love that. Like, and when people think like, you know, I just want people to know like JK, okay. What's the company? Like, this is the company. Yeah. This is why we're having this whole episode yeah, is yeah. to get to know your you yeah, guys, your yeah. philosophy yep. and what you guys do. This is the company. Yeah. This is what we do. This is what we're about. You know? Yeah. Are there mistakes that are getting made? Sure. Yeah, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. You learn but from it's, them. It's the, it's the heartbeat and the DNA of our company is this, you know, yeah. we want to be the best. We want to do really well. We want to make people happy. We want to make the best product out there. We want to make it easy. And yeah. more importantly, you want to be real with a motherfucker. Yeah. You want to be real. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, real, straightforward, authentic, authentic. Awesome. You know, and like, like, you know, there's a flag on the wall behind you, like American flag, dude. We love this country. Oh yeah. America is the greatest country in the history of the world. And it's changed the course. I, I sh- technically, if you think about it, I shouldn't have been here. Right. Yeah. The only reason I'm here is because my, my parents made a choice to take a risk to come to an unknown land. Yeah. I technically should be over there right now, overseas too, living my life, doing my thing. And we would have never had this conversation. This company would have never been born. Yeah. You know, but it's because of that country this country and that flag, you know, and the dream that is there that we're here today. How, and there's so many companies that have that same story too. Oh yeah. You know, so it's like, dude, there's a level of pride made in America, made in USA. It's a level of pride with that, man. Come on. Yeah. 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 And uh, that's something we need to get back to, you know, we need to get back to like the the, the pride aspect of dude, this is an American brand. This is an American company. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. But this is like the the fast, easy, cheap kind of thing is like, that's one drawback. Even though I have a huge amount of respect for Bezos and what he has done as a businessman. Yeah. There's also consequences to that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like Walmart, man. I told you this morning yeah. how much I fucking hate Walmart. And I had to go there to get a goddamn extension cord. 27 right? minutes to get a pair of socks. 27. Right? Yeah. They had socks locked up. I, I guess people are stealing socks, whatever. Uh, Neither here nor there, but like these yeah. big companies set the expectation to get the cheapest possible shit, which is good because I like to save money. There are some things that you don't need a quality thing, you know, like, yeah. okay, I need a, I don't know, a pen, right? You know, I just need a pen. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But then there's other, th- other aspects that come into, I think, I think you're right about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing too, is like over time it used to be, you know, yeah. Fast, cheap, easy, get, get this stuff, get it fast, get it cheap, save some money. Okay, cool. With 
a lot of people don't understand that is why I've changed my mentality is because if you pay, if you shell out the extra, I don't know, 20% or whatever for something that's quality built, yeah, you're going to get a lot longer lifespan out of it. Thousand percent. Yeah. What's the uh, adage? Buy cheap, buy twice. Yep. Yeah. So that philosophy is good. Like I said, okay, like a, a bottle of water, right? I yeah. don't want to pay $10 for a bottle of water. Right. Yeah. I'll just go get it out of the faucet. Sure. Yeah. Right. But then you can't apply that philosophy to other things like nope. boots. You can't, dude. You can't. Like a truck, you know, like your chainsaw. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you, you just can't. There's some, there's like lines that you just don't cross, you know? So could we make a cheaper boot? Yeah. You're not going to. I'm not going to. Yeah. Could we make a uh, boot that gets done in three days? Yeah. Not going to. But I'm not going to. Yeah. It's that whole, t- that was it. We were talking about that last night too, is that that triangle is like, you have like a dot yep. in the center, right? Yep. You have quality, yep. speed, and price. You have to have a happy marriage yep. right there, you know? And yes, there are improvements to be made and we're making them. Like, I don't want to be, even like right now we're eight to 10 weeks out. I don't want to be eight to 10 weeks out. Yeah. That's just because we're so busy. Well, yeah, and, and because, you know, you're kind of low on people, this and this, and there's like uh, added factors, right? So I want to get better. I want to get faster, but- I don't want to become, you know, Walmart brand. No, don't do that, man. Yeah, no, you know, that's not what we're about, right? It's that level of pride, bro. So like, we're all young, my brothers and I, so we're going to instill this into the foundation of this company, you know? And then, and when my sons, you know, get older and want to get in here, that foundation is going to be so solid and so strong and it's going to be ingrained into their DNA. Like my dad ingrained it into my DNA, you know, that's what we're about. Yeah. That's what it is. Well, holding those values close to your heart, man. That's important for yeah. the success of anybody, yeah. whether personal business or anything, man. It's authentic. It's real yeah. deal. Yeah. Even like dude, podcasts, there's quality. It. Oh yeah. There's quality podcasts. And then there's some not quality podcasts. Yeah, true. You I know? mean, I'm not going to lie. My, when I first started this podcast, there's been a dramatic difference. It, when I first started this thing, it was yeah. shit quality. It was the Walmart. Except for episode number three with JK, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but dude, that was over the phone, bro. On I know. speaker phone, you oh, know? Yeah. yeah. And like now we're sitting here, you know, you've got legit equipment, mobile. Yeah. You know, like that, that's what I'm talking about. That's getting better. That's becoming the best, you know? Well, that's the thing. It's like that, 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 that drive for passion, man. I want to make this, this conversation that you and I are having. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's fire. It's, this yes. is, this is like the things that we rely on. And I want to like, educate people on like how to better their lives. And I can't do that if my show sucks. Right. Yeah. I don't want a shitty show. Yeah. So same philosophy. Like we need to, we, we need to have better systems, you know, it's like in our company, how do we get more efficient? Because I can't focus on making a really like, okay, here's a good example. Back in the day when we were really, really small, Mm -hmm. I would do, I would take the sale, do the sizing, build the boots, uh, do the shipping and drive them to the post office. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Time because is- I had no choice. I had to at that time. Right. Yeah. Now you can't focus on doing the building, the sizing, the fitting. If I'm worrying about shipping, printing a label and giving a guy a receipt. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why you can only focus your attention in so many places. Right, right, right. So that's why having a good system, being efficient and smart allows me to focus even more time on how do we make a better product? How do we get a better fit? How do we take care of customers more? You know? So that's just kind of that natural evolution of you just, you just want to get better. You got to get better. And I think that applies to fire too. Like, Oh hell yes, it does. You can't go focus on, you know, 
a bunch of fires and fight, you know, a hundred thousand acre fire. If you're, you know, you're, you're using texting to, to, you know, you know what I mean? You can't like, do it. Yeah. You just can't do it. You know? So it's that system aspect. And that's, that's why we always, like my brothers and I were always talking like, Hey, this needs to be better. This needs to be faster. You know, like one thing you guys can't wait 10 weeks. No for boots. No. And there's a lead time with these things. I mean, yeah. they're, they're a custom product. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, unfortunately that's something. kind of how it is right now. And it's not good. Like we want to get better, you know, yeah. but it's not because we're bad or slow. It's just cause we're so busy and there's such a demand. We get source American made leather. Exactly. So it's, like, it's not exactly. like you haven't supply chain issues. No. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, everything's from the U S everything's the, the, you know, supply chain's good. It's just, it's just the, the, the tenacity of it. Right. Yeah. And so we're always brainstorming, okay, how do we get better? This and this and this. So, you know, and, and ultimately like, I, yeah, I, I don't want to have guys have to be waiting for, for, that's why we spend all the time winter when we get a little slower, maybe like in January, building inventory, filling up inventory. Cause we know it's gonna, it's gonna fly, be there. Yeah. You know, like when the, when the time comes, it's gonna fly, you know, like dude, Redding, the store we're in right now, dude, he can barely keep boots on the shelf. Like we sent him a, a you know, a shipment gone the next week, just gone, bro. Like it's hard, you know? Yeah. So, and that's awesome from a business perspective, but it's like, wow, okay, that's another problem we have to solve. Yeah. Know? And we're just doing the best we can, getting better, getting smarter, getting sharper, more efficient, you know? And it's just the nature of the beast. And it's cool to know that guys out there need them and want them and use them. Like, that's amazing, you know? And it's, these are good problems, right? Yeah. These are, these are, these are not issues. like, yeah, these are not like bad problems. Yeah, no, but these are, they're, 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 they're things to overcome nonetheless, you know? Yeah. And so I want to be fast. I want to be good. I want to be efficient. I want to make the system so good and simple and easy. You know, like I'll, I'll, I like to put myself in the shoes of, the, of the customer yeah, and, and play the experience on my own and be like, okay, well, what do I like? What do I don't like? What's good? What's not good? And it's, and sometimes you're so busy that you don't even have time to do that. You know, my brother, Will, who's been on the show twice before, he's a lot more systems smart than I am. Um, you know, he's really good at this stuff. And, and I, I just listen to him when he talks, you know, like he really sees and understands he's a very smart guy. Yeah. And, um, uh, like, like his, 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 this is the kind of guy he is like my, my parents built a house, you know, and Will was the builder for the house and built it all by himself, you know, contracted everything out, you know, 20 years old. And he did it, read plans, made plans, did all this stuff. Like he's a really smart guy, you know, and he didn't have any building experience and he built an awesome house for my parents. Like that, that's the kind of guy he is, you know, but anyways, when, when, when he, he'll like map out our system and stuff and we're just trying to think, how do we make our customer experience awesome? Yeah. How do we make it flawless? seamless and easy and accurate because you can make it flawless and seamless and easy, but if it's not accurate, then it's all for not, it's all, it's all for nothing. Yeah. Okay. It, it, if it's accurate, but it's incredibly hard to do takes forever and it's painstaking. Well, that's not that good either because I don't want to be 18, 20 weeks waiting for a pair of boots. Dude, that's crazy. What is yeah. so 16 weeks? What is that? That's four months. Four months. Yeah. The fire season could be over. If you order today and you were 16 weeks out, which we're not, but let's just say, right? Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> we're not. Yeah, we're not. Your fire season be over before you get your boots. You know, this can be August, September, October, you know, November, right? You know, so yeah, we we want to we want to be better. You know, and we have like right now, actually, we just got restocked in Reading. So if you're listening to this, what's today? Today's the 18th or of July. Yeah, yeah. 18th. We have fresh stock yeah, right 18th. now. So if you need boots and you're hearing this and it's relatively close, get to your ass in day, here before get your ass in here. Yeah. Because there's boots in there right now. Spokane is also fully stocked and Boise is fully stocked. So we're lucky with that, but I don't know how long it's going to last Yeah, because if it, gets, it keeps getting crazy and it keeps getting wild and there's lightning and it's just, we have an extended fire season. I don't know what's going to happen, you know? So just be 
smart disclaimer, just be smart. Do not waste time. Do not wait to the last minute. You know, we have that happen. And I need I can, now. Yeah, and I can August. ultimately do I'm going on a roll tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Right. I can ultimately do so much. And you know, for boots and inventory, if you get your ass in here, yeah, you'll get them. Yeah. But I don't know if you're going to be your size in here. I don't know if we're going to have anything in here. Yeah. Cause a crew can roll in here and clear it out. You which know? you've had happen. Yeah. Before. Which I've had yeah. happen. Yeah. So be smart, man. You know, like, um, I think March is the month where we have this uh, crazy influx bunch and of rebuilds coming in and yeah, yeah, new yeah, orders yeah, yeah. on top and of that. And it's like, it's a little, even March is a little late, I would say. Yeah. Because it can get really bad and their lead times can get really extended. And then you're just kind of stuck in this bottle, you know? And again, we're always working and making better. Like we've gotten a lot faster over the years and we're going to continue to get faster. Yeah, speed up. Comes speed up. Skill, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. hundred percent. So we've never been better than we are right now. Yeah. And next year we're going to be even better, you know? So we've never, that's a disclaimer too. Like we've never been better than we are right now. And we've never been as efficient and sharp and accurate. And we're going to be even more so, you know, like that's, I'm killer for that part right there, but just be smart. Order in January, you know? Or yeah. in February. Earlier the better. Heck, season's over. Put in an order then. Yeah. You're just going to be so safe. It's okay if they sit in a box for yeah. a month. They're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. Like, it's okay. Like, just do it. It's going to be easier for me. It's going to be easier for you. Yeah. You know, so just just think a, a little bit. Ahead. Like, when do guys, when do fire guys usually get done? You said SoCal wraps up in October or no, November. That's when it, well, that's, it depends on the Santa Ana's. Oh, okay. So, I mean, shit, they've been fighting fire in December. Like the Thomas fire, I'm pretty sure it went until like January or something like that. Is that lower region five? Yeah. Okay. So, so like LA? Uh, I want to say it's like the Santa Barbara area or I don't know. I'd have to look at the map. Is it still just like super hot even in October and well, over there? Yeah. What you have is these Santa Ana winds that come through mm. and that climate down there. It's the same thing as the East wind event up in Oregon. So mm. all of these hot, dry air, uh, weather patterns just haul ass towards the coast and they're diurnal. So they switch back and forth 180 degree wind shifts every day. Wow. During Santa Ana's. What that means for fire. Well, that means bad news for fire. Bad news for fire. Yeah. It's Yikes. very fire prone. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, whenever everybody else does, you know, it's yeah. so like I said, in a region, you know, two or three or four or whatever, um, or six, but you know, typically probably by Thanksgiving, you'll be, you'll be done. Most of the fire guys, right. Other than it, yeah, more or less. Okay. Yeah. When, whenever they get done, yeah. just do it then. Yeah. Just you do know, it. Man. Just do it then. Either set up the repairs right away or, or if you need to get a new, another pair, cause your pair shot or whatever you want. To I was a big, pro- I, all right. So for me, I was a big proponent of two boots. I'd have two pairs, like always my primary yes. and then my backups Back, just always, in case shit hits fan. Always. Yeah. 95, 97% of everybody has two, three or four pairs. That's not a joke. I'm serious. That's why we keep everything on file all the time. And we have such a good system for just customer files crank it out the door. because a guy will order a pair. Let's say he orders a pair today. He gets them. They're amazing. He's like, dude, just get me another pair right now. Yeah. Just so I have them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No problem. I got to pull this up and do it again. You know? So that's why we have that in place. Like this is not a one and done. You build this relationship and I've got your stuff. And like, I have two brothers, um, not my brother. I mean, two brother customers. Yeah. Um, Kevin and Steven. And, um, dude, they've each ordered like six pairs. No shit. Yeah. The firefighters are there. Yeah. They're firefighter year long guys. You know, I don't know where they're at, but they're around the clock all the time. Okay. So they're all risk. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude. So like yeah. literally they'll be wearing a pair. They have a pair in their truck and they have a pair at home. Gotcha. Sitting and waiting for them to go, you know, cause they're all the time. They're on the move all the time, all the time. Okay. We got to go. Okay. These are my souls are, are done. Ship them up to JK. I got my backup pair. We're good to go. You know? So it's like all the time. Just keep cycling them out. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, let's say out of the fire world, dude, all these guys that are like pipe fitters and travel. For oh jobs. yeah. They travel all over the place, man. Dude, you cannot 
have your boots. Okay. Like something happens, you know, I've got a lot of stuff where it's like, they'll make have an accident and they mess up their boots. Like if they have hard toes, something will fall and break the hard toe. And then you got to get your boots rebuilt or like, you know, you cut them or mess them up. You know, it's like not a boot failure, but like, you know, shit happens. Yeah. With a freaking drip torch, you know, and you, you know, cut your boot in half or something, you know, whatever, like yeah. you know, ax, you know, all this stuff. And so it's like, okay, we got to get it patched or whatever. Well, yeah, that's why you have a backup pair in your truck or your house because you don't want to be without them. Yeah, it's your PPE, dude. Yeah, that's I mean, right. Yeah. Guy named Adam Zepp. He's a logger. Cool guy. His house burned down. Oh, fuck. That sucks. Here's what he tells me. He's like, I wake up in the middle of the night, house is on fire. I wake up my wife. I grab my sweater. She grabs her sweater. We grab our kids and I grab my boots and I run out the door. Damn. You know why? Because he had to go to work the next day and he's a logger with cork boots. He's like, I can't work if I don't have my boots. No, you're going to be sliding everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. You can't that's work. That's the level of priority. You know, that's the level of importance. Oh yeah. You dude. know, that's, if you don't have, you yeah. know, NFPA yeah. qualifications or, yeah. boot or whatever, like whatever the minimum requirement is for boots, at least in fire mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. that that's a, that's a PPE man. You, yeah. you can't work. Yeah. Literally throwing money yeah. away. He told me that story. I was like, wow. You know, Damn. it's like crazy, bro. Like, That's intense. And, man. and you know, he ended up being okay. Like, you know, they, they built a brand new house. He had insurance and stuff and we got another pair of boots just to have and stuff, but it's crazy story. You know, that's like, that's like, okay, grab my wife, grab my, grab my daughters and I grab my pair of boots and I grab my out. boots. Yeah. Damn dude. Cause he's like, I know I gotta go to work in the morning. I'm just going to show you how much like people value these. I yeah. Mean, it's, yeah. And again, I didn't understand that until I started doing this because Okay. I was a high, you know, school kid, makers, man. high school kid, whatever you, what do you wear? You just wear shoes, you know, fans or whatever. <clears throat> okay. Well go work for a day in crappy shoes and boots. Yeah. You're not going to do it again. You're not going to do it again. Or you'll be so hurt. You know, you, you can't, you do, can't it. do it. Exactly. Yeah. So it is your money makers. You know, sometimes I'll go like on forums on like Reddit, which mm -hmm. Reddit is awesome. It's also kind of the asshole of the internet at places, but is that, is that, is that the term? Yeah. Unfortunately, right. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. And, um, and like, you know, forums and stuff. And I see this phrase everywhere. Your feet are your money makers. Your mm -hmm. feet are your money makers. Your feet are your money makers. Oh yeah, dude. And it's not just fire. It's not like you're saying it's doctors, it's doctors, fire, it's loggers, loggers, everything, yeah. all that stuff, dude. So yeah. And logging is a big one. Especially Lineman, in your neck of the woods. Yeah. Especially in my neck of the woods. Lineman is a big one. General construction. Yeah. Iron workers, fab guys, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, mechanics, diesel mechanics. We got a ton, a ton of diesel mechanics. We have a huge Caterpillar um, facility. Oh, Spokane. really? Massive. And John Deere, massive. Dude, they have hundreds of people working. So rigs from all over the place yeah. are just coming in massive. and getting fixed Dude, up. I'm talking like an Amazon building size, you know? Oh, shit. For That's John no Deere and Caterpillar. Yeah, it's massive. And then there's a ton of manufacturing going on in Spokane too. Like, the, so the, the steel beams for the twin towers came out of Spokane. No shit. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So like that, that's cool. A ton of, ton of foundry work, ton of manufacturing work. And we have this, um, uh, a lot of foundries that make parts, you know, for farmers and stuff like that. So there's a lot of in industry, a lot of industrial stuff in Spokane. Uh, we used to have, uh, um, Kaiser, do you know what Kaiser is? So it's this massive, um, plant, like, um, they make machine like stuff for electrical plants and stuff like that. I think that's what it was, dude. It was like 3000 employees. Damn. Yeah. Massive. You know, so a lot of industry going on. So a lot of these guys wearing boots, wearing our boots, living them, have two or three pairs, 
work all day, go home and do stuff around the house or they farm on the side. Ton of farmers oh, yeah. all around Spokane, Tri-Cities, Rosalia, Colfax, Colbert, ton of farming, you know? So that's a big one, you know, a lot. That's a really, really big one. And the farmers, they talk. Word goes fast in the farmer community. Oh, yeah, dude. Know? So, and they're all kind of more old school guys and stuff. So once you get good, you know, relationship there, that's awesome. We all also have a lot of Mennonites. Do you know what Mennonites are? Yep. We yeah. got some in the Potato farmers. Yep. Yeah. Dude, funny. some of the best damn food ever though. Yeah. Oh man. So I bartered for some potatoes and onions once for a pair of boots. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Dude. Nice, man. It was, awesome. it was like three sacks of potatoes and, and a sack of onions. And it was just fun. It was just for fun. But I know that my, like my mom is all into that stuff and you know, she has a garden and chickens and all that stuff. So it was cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so Mennonites is a big one. And then um, there's another big industry too. Um, these guys that do, um, maybe it's pipe fitting or pipe welding, but like they travel to bases, like air force bases mm -hmm. and they install the gas lines. Okay. So, so like I the guess fuel pipe transfer fuel guy or whatever. Yeah. I don't That's know. a big one. And they travel for like two weeks or three weeks. And we have a lot of those guys come. So they do like their two weeks on two, yeah, weeks, two off weeks off. Two weeks off. Yeah. The oil guys, oil community. Oh yeah. You know? So North Dakota is its own beast though. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like 40 below in the winter and a hundred in the summer. You know, it's literally hundreds of miles of nothing. It's pretty much, you can see the curvature of the earth, man. I, I, I do not mess around with the Midwest. I try and avoid it at all. Are there fires in North Dakota? Yeah. South Dakota. Yeah, what region South. is that? Uh, you know what? I don't know if the top of my head is like, it's like region seven, maybe. Is there, you know, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. 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 So, so I could pull up a map and yeah, show yeah, you yeah. exactly where they are. The, the main ones are what? So the primary one's going to be the left coast, of course. Yeah. Um, you got region six, Pacific Northwest, region five, which is the entirety of California, region three, which is the desert Southwest. Then you got region four, which is the Great Basin, essentially. Gotcha. So then it goes. Yeah. Like Wyoming, yeah. Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Parts of Wyoming. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, yeah, Black Hills, man, you get fires in there all the time. Yeah. I guess yeah. I One didn't of my buddies, Kyle, Kyle uh, Jones, he was out there for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah. So the Wyoming one is, we have a lot of people from there too. And, but it's kind of like a, not a wasteland, but same thing. It's a lot of empty, mm -hmm. empty, empty land. It's some of the best freaking country out there. Like you got to look for it though. Cause it's just like Nevada, all the cool shit's off the main beat. Yeah. So like if you go to look for cool places in Nevada, mm -hmm. you'll find awesome stuff, like huge, beautiful mountain ranges, forests, all that stuff. That's right. Cool. Same thing with Wyoming is like outside of Grable, you have, uh, what is it? The Bighorn national forest. Mm -hmm. And that was like one of the most memorable fire experiences I've had ever, like just being super high elevation. And you could see it's, it's kind of like looking off the Mogollon rim down in uh, Arizona. And, uh, it's just this big giant peak. There's moose, there's bears, there's all sorts of cool shit up there on top of this mountain wow. and, uh, Wyoming hotshots. Um, they're out of that's a pretty famous crew yeah because of so, social media they have oh, a big yeah. following yeah there's there's a few guys in there from, that have our boots um um if i can remember their names right now um so one of the guys his instagram tag is honey badger oh yeah yeah i um, think that's i think that's jake is that jake is it miller might. no that's kyle miller. kyle miller he's a photographer he's a hell of a photographer he doesn't have our yeah. boots, but I know him like yeah. just from Instagram. Nice. Really nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice he's guy. cool. Man. Great pictures. Great oh, yeah. pictures. I, I forgot some of their names, but I think it's like five or six guys in there have our boots and that's cool, you know, to just see that. And this is oh, yeah. fun. All over the country, man. Yeah. So shout out to some of the crews off the top of my head that I know that they rock a lot of JK. So El Dorado, um, uh, Mount Taylor, um, Sawtooth, Arrowhead, um, and forgive me if I'm forgetting Stanislaus, um, I know is a big one, uh, Big Bear. 
you know, so like, and I just know these names because they'll call their friends call, you know, and it's just cool. You know, it's like, Oh, Hey, here's my buddy right next to me on the buggy. He wants to get a pair of boots too. You know? like <laughs> He's going to order it for you. Prineville. Prineville is a big one. Yeah. There's a particular guy on Mount Taylor. I don't know if I should say his name or not. I don't know how he's going to respond, but I won't. But um, cool dude. And he got his whole crew to get into JK's one guy. He was so happy. Really? He was so happy. And like, I should have cut him a commission or something. You know? like, <laughs> thanks for being a salesman, yeah, just dude. Thanks for being like the coolest dude, you know? And um, I'm actually going to see him tomorrow because I'm going to fly back to Spokane. He's going to stop by with Mount Taylor shots. But um, just cool. Just cool guy. And that's that's the community, man. They're just, oh, yeah. when they find something good, they tell everybody and it's just cool. And again, I'm not a fire guy. You know, I'm, I'm not a firefighter. Yeah. But just being in this culture, it's it's awesome. Like it feels good. Like I feel like I know stuff, you know, just yeah. from talking to people. It's just really, really cool. I don't, you know, pretend to be a firefighter, but it's just, I'm just like- I'm sure hey, you fit in pretty well last night, man. I, f- I felt good. Yeah, I felt <laughs> cool, you know, especially with, with the bacon and stuff. That was yeah, awesome, you, some, you know. Pretty, uh, you just had some hitters. It's dude, dude, just yeah, hanging out. solid dudes, man. Yeah, honestly, yeah. That, that's, that's what it comes down to. Just being a solid dude, you know, that's, I can sit around and drink a beer with anybody, you know, yeah. it's just, it's cool. Just solid, good quality, quality guys. You know, that's ultimately what it comes down to. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's been, it's, it's, it's a cool ride learning this stuff, meeting people. I've met thousands of people already, you know, just from shows and academies and dude, I've done academies in Arizona and New Mexico and Texas, um, Washington state where I'm from, like 30 minutes from where I live, you know, so it's cool. It's a, it's a cool community. It's diverse, you know, shout out to the whole wildland fire community. Like it's cool. It's, it's small, but it's big word oh, travels, travels fast, fast you know, oh, like yeah. your reputation definitely proceeds. Yeah. I hope this, yeah, absolutely. I hope this episode blows up, you know, because it's cool. Like, I just want to say that like a lot of respect to the wildland fire community. Like, and I owe them a lot too, cause they help build our business. They help yeah. build our company, you know? And so that's awesome. And it's proud, proud moment, proud to serve them, you know? And, um, yeah. Like, like I was telling you, the major majority are solid dudes. Oh know, yeah. Just respect, you know, yeah. I, I do. I don't know why I like bacon so much. Like I just, <laughs> I just, he's just a rad dude. dude. He's just yeah. a rad dude. But like, that's, that's what I envision, you know, that, and that's how most of the fire guys are disciplined, smart, just cool guy, you know, and he's just, also, what a beard! Like you know, props to that. You know, like solid beard. I respect a good beard. Bigger, you got a man crush, dude. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna listen to this or not. Oh will. man, just just a solid dude. Just a lot of respect, and he's a smoke gym. I mean, that's cool. You yeah. Know? So, um, yeah, it's awesome. You know, there was there was um, I think the first smoke jumper that I ever built a pair of boots for was a guy named uh, Devin Beetle, and he's out of fire now. I think he retired, but um, that was a cool experience too, because he helped me understand how these guys think. You know, yep. and it's, it's a little different than just a psychology regular, component. Yeah, too. totally. Oh, yeah. And just like a regular consumer, you know? And, um, I think one of the reasons that we click that this, our company clicks so well with fire is because we're dudes and we're just guys. Yeah. You know, there's no, um, it's a lot of women out there too. Yeah. yeah excuse there me. Yeah, yeah. So what I mean is like, there's no, like here, let me reiterate what I mean. It's not a corporate aspect. No. It's, it's a not. very personable aspect. So that's the right way to say it, both men and women, right? So it's a personable aspect. So while we do have systems in place and a website and all this stuff, but it still feels very personable. It doesn't feel like you're talking to somebody at a call center. Like in a India. robot. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. You know, but it's very personable. And I think that's one of the reasons that we had huge, that we're having success and doing a good job besides the quality, fit, comfort aspect, but also just in general, the vibe that we give off and, and the, the, the the level of, and the culture, there's a culture that we bring to. Yeah, I yeah. think people relate really well to us because we're people. It's just people to people. 
And I think that's why it's really good. That's why it's really successful. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Like you said earlier too, is like keeping it real. That's yeah, keeping it real. Keeping it real and authentic, man. That's, yeah, that's a real big authentic, thing. Yeah. yeah. We have systems in place that we use, you know, it's good. But at the end of the day, it's just, it's a person, it's people to people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and you guys don't like sell an avalanche of bullshit either. That's, right. that's a big thing. Right. Cause like, especially the wildland community, dude, and they had a bullshit detector and it's off the chain. hundred percent. Oh yeah. hundred percent. They can the smell only, bullshit from a mile away. Right. They, right. they work for the government. Right. right. <laughs> they so deal with a lot of it. They know what it looks that. like. They're good at that. The only quote unquote advertising marketing quote unquote that I do is just for exposure purposes because literally people have not heard like the boost name. on exactly Instagram on social and stuff yeah. like that. I don't really have to do any kind of selling because the product sells itself yeah. um, and the people sell it when they tell their friends how good of an experience they had. That's like the OG viral marketing, dude. Yeah. Word of mouth. Yeah. So like I said, the it's only important. advertising and marketing is just getting the, getting the name out there, just getting the word out, hey, that this exists. And then and then people come and, and on their own and they see and they, they do research. You know, we hear a lot that like, um, oh yeah, I was doing research and, you know, and you guys just, you guys just seem the best. Oh, yeah. You guys just seem the most, you know, personal. I was like, okay, we're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing something. Well, that too, you're pretty transparent about like what you guys do for the community, whether that's the Wildland Firefighter Foundation yeah. or- Shit, we were even talking about like doing the meetup thing, that, yeah. that whole thing. Thousand yeah. percent, yeah. Yeah. And giving back to the community. Exactly. You know, paying it forward. And, you know, to pay some compliments to the foundation, the great, great people, good to work with. Shout oh, out yeah. to Dina over there. Shout out to Burke. You know, Dino, Dina Pfeiffer. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Great lady. Um, Burke's a great guy. Very happy that we have a relationship with them and that he's like a, he, he's awesome. You know, just really a lot of respect. They do a lot of good Good, good work. And that's something that I'm proud to be a part of yeah, and proud to support. And I'm very honored that they support us and that they, they talk about us. That's a huge stamp and badge of honor, you know? And so, um, you know, I don't know if Brooks ever going to hear this now. I talked to him a lot though, but you know, dude, you're solid, solid guy, like quality, quality man, much respect and honor, you know? And, oh, yeah. and I think that, um, I think that people see that they feel that from us as well. Yeah. So that's why it's like a seamless flow, you know? And so we're very authentic. We're very real, you know, quick story. I think one of the things that um, built kind of the relationship between us is there was a situation where I already forget the details as a while ago, somebody, either their buggy burned down or their tent or camp burned down. And I think there's like three or four guys that needed boots and we just, we sent them. No charge. Just sent no, them. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Burke asked us to. Yeah. And I was like, if Brexit asks us to, we're going to do it. Yeah. You know, so, cause I trust them, you know? And so since that time, you know, it's just good relationship, man. It's just like trust, you know? And so for, for years to come, you know, I don't know how long, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I, I don't know what Burke's going to be doing in you know 10 years or whatever, but you know, yeah, it's just a good relationship and it's a quality foundation. It's quality people. Oh yeah. And the work they do is incredible. Without them, honored. a lot of the people that are injured or have fallen in the line of duty would not have like the assistance that yeah. they could survive off yeah. of them unless it was for them. And that is that foundation, aside from their corporate donors, is pretty much 100% people funded. Yeah. People funded. Yep. Yeah. It's yep. pretty incredible, dude. It's, it's, it shows the community, right? Oh yeah. 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 So oh, yeah. we, we are very happy. We love them. They're awesome. Especially, you know, I, I, and Burke's the main point of contact and yeah, dude, who doesn't know Burke? I don't, 
I think a lot of people don't know Burke. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's like a, like a household name, at least yeah, in the fire yeah, community. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And also like his look and, and his, his and his, demeanor. And Vicky as well. And mom. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. And I never knew her. I, he was already doing it, you know, when I, when I met him, you know, and, yeah. and I, I hope I meet her someday. She's awesome, the same man. thing. I hear amazing things, you know, and then that she's kind of the, she paved the way, right? She, she started this whole thing up, right? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 She's like the mom of the fire community. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. She's just retired now. Yeah. yeah. She's just doing her thing. Enjoying That's cool. life. That's probably cool. hanging out with Riva in Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks I, for the invite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she still probably does some stuff like travels and stuff. Oh yeah, bit. she yeah. does. Cause you know, yeah. it's like once you're in the community, it's kind of hard to get out. Probably. Oh no, it's like blood in, blood out. It's like the ultimate gang. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to get out of it. And I don't know of any other, and I'm sure there are, but I don't, there are, but I don't know of any like other foundation that does like as much stuff as the foundation the wildland firefighter yeah. foundation does you know yeah yeah, yeah I, I really don't i think they're the foundation they are man they do it all too they do yeah. mental health they do tragedy assistance they do you know someone gets injured and they can't make rent yeah that's the shit that they i do. hope that they blow up even more i hope so because too, they man. deserve it i do they too. deserve it like nationwide they need nationwide recognition yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which I, th I hope they have. I want them to have point. like the profile of like the Navy SEAL foundation yes. or wounded warriors. Like Chris foundation. Kyle foundation style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Shit yeah, like that. Yeah, like yeah. massive dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like a huge following and a lot of respect and honor. And when that name is on there and you see that logo mm -hmm. and you know, like this is, this is where it's at, you know, this is legit. So we're behind them hundred percent. They really support us as well. And that's awesome. I mean, you know, like I, I'm not a sleazy sales guy, you know, we're very, open and transparent and the yeah. fact that you know we didn't even really talk about boots we just talked about your philosophy just life yeah, yeah this, this is just life. this is a great episode honestly yeah. i hope everybody listens to this episode. you get to know it gets to people to know who you are yep what yep. your philosophy the dna is. and yeah. the heart and what we're doing yeah and um yeah, let people know you're not full of shit that's right man yeah that's right man. And, and our track record proves it oh yeah you know so again you know like mistakes can happen and i'm not perfect you know we that's human no, error, you know yeah. but it's about how we're going to deal with it and the heart behind it and you know there's been a lot of growth in, in the way we do things and, and we're all like I said, always trying to get better but it's there's a lot of grace from the community as well and mm -hmm. those fire community particularly and um you know most of the time there's a lot of i will put on unnecessary pressure on myself because I care so much, you know? Yeah. Well, but, we're on our own worst critics as right, well. Right. So, but people, you know, fire guys and gals usually are pretty, are pretty cool. Oh yeah. Pretty lenient. They're pretty you know? chill people. They're pretty overall. chill people in general, yeah. you know? Um, even like if there is a, some, which is very rare, honestly, we rarely have issues and mistakes, mm -hmm. but if it happens, you know, nine times out of 10, Hey, it's no problem, man. Yeah. It just, gets resolved. Yeah. Fixed. Just yeah. the, the customer like, okay, well, what do we got to do to, take care of it. Yeah. That's, I can work with that, man. That's great. But know? if you come like barging in the door and bitching and cussing and <sighs> threatening throwing, me, yeah. blackmailing me. Yeah. yeah. Dude, the stories I could tell. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and again, it's not, not a reflection on the community. It's just bad players and bad apples, which exists yeah. in every Everywhere, industry dude. and every, everything there's always, it's just, it's a people thing. It's a character. You know, we, we were talking about that last night, you know, oh, so it's not, we don't, we don't throw on this systemic title. To yeah. anything you know it's just bad players bad actors they exist we deal with it we move on whatever you know but the major majority of all fire personnel that i've encountered solid solid dudes oh yeah solid dudes and this is fun it's cool you know yeah, yeah like i just enjoy I, I honestly i enjoy what we do yeah good yeah as long as you well you're obviously very passionate about it and as long as it makes you happy yeah. and you're you find joy from this conversation that we've been having you find joy in making people's lives better yes and getting them out and 
to work, man. They yes. rely on things like this. Yeah. So you're going to make the best damn product. Yeah. Best damn boot out there in yeah. the game. I, I you take like pride in that. That's right. That's yeah. right. I like business in general. Mm-hmm. I like making money in general. Who doesn't? Right. Yeah, I like success does. in general. And, and I like working hard. And the fact that all of those things combine into this and then people say, you changed, you made my life better. Yeah. And there's awesome feedback. It's like, it makes the whole experience even more wholesome and joyful. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's, it's incredible. Like when we were really little, my brother and I had a lawn mowing business. Nice. Mow lawns. That was our first business, you know? And cause we've always been businessy guys yeah. in general, just this is how we're wired. And, um, that's that ADHD thing that I was talking to. You yeah, about. <laughs> sure. I guess, right. <laughs> you know, we were like, dude, so we were like, he was, well, he was like 14 or 15. I was maybe, so we're three and a half years apart. So that would have made me 11, 12. Uh-huh. I can't believe that my dad did this, but he would, he would give us the pickup truck. And we'd drive around our neighborhood. Isn't <laughs> even old enough to get a drug yeah, license. Dude, yeah, dude. We'd just drive around our neighborhood. Uh-huh. And and we had a couple of customers, repeat customers every week. Yeah. We would mow their own lawns. I do used to do the same shit with my buddies. Yeah. Like my buddy Ross, yeah. man. We used to go and wash cars. Yeah. Yeah. And RVs, I, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Because just entrepreneurial kind of style, right? Mm-hmm. And even now my dad will talk about it. He's like, I can't, you know, he's like, I can't really let you guys do that. But he's like, there's something powerful <laughs> in trust. Oh yeah. You know? Absolutely. And he didn't have a fear or worry. Instead, he trusted us. And that made us even more responsible and even more like, we're not going to mess anything up. Like we're yeah. good, you know? So we would load the lawnmower into the bed of the truck, all our stuff, whatever, get in. I'm not even tall enough to, you know, like sitting on a phone book or something. Dashboard. You know, and Will is, you know, he's already a little older, but still, you know, he's like two hands, you know, driving, whatever. <laughs> and that dude, that's how we did it, man. We had Empire Lawns was the name of the business, man. We had business cards and everything. And I think we made 3000 bucks in a summer. Nice. Yeah. That was cool. That's cool, man. That was cool. You know, so. So speaking of businesses, man, this is just, I know a lot of people and I always try and highlight uh, the the fact that you have the opportunity, especially if you're, you know, a seasonal, you have the opportunity to run a business. I know plenty yeah. of other firefighters out there that do that. So what kind of advice do you have for those folks that are like looking to get into their passion and follow their passion and create something that makes money out of it yeah. to make a business? Get right? knowledge. knowledge. Get knowledge. Learn. You don't know what you don't know. Yep. So humility, humble yourself hugely, get on YouTube and start listening, watching and reading, get knowledge, learn, 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 learn. Number one thing. You don't know what you don't know. So if you're going to jump into something and not from a fear perspective, no fear, get rid of all fear, you know, but like you just need to know, you need to learn because you you, you don't know what you don't know. You know, the second thing I would say is get the ball rolling. Um, just, just, Just jump in, just jump, you know, it's okay. Make some mistakes. Not a big deal but just get the ball rolling. The longer you wait, the um, harder it becomes and maybe you lose motivation a little bit and you let fear build in you and stuff. Just get the ball rolling. Like that guy that I shouted out, the ring guy. I just would tell him that all the time, dude, you just got to start. Oh yeah. You just got to do it. And things will kind of pan out and figure themselves out on their own. Also, you're going to learn so fast, you know? So like that was a big thing for us too. Like with Instagram, for example, mm-hmm. I launched our social media Instagram February 4th, 2016. And I didn't really know a lot about social. I just did it. Yeah. I go back sometimes to my first pictures. Yeah. They weren't that great, <laughs> but it, you got the ball rolling today. I have amazing content, right? Yeah. And we have, you know, we have like 32,000 followers and growing. You know? Oh yeah. And you guys do we're professional below, content yeah, too. Literally so. legit professional content. Yeah, yeah. And we're managing it really, really well. But dude, I had to get, just get started. Just get the ball rolling. Whatever it is, coffee business, branding, t-shirts, 
Maybe you have a service, welding, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just start. Oh yeah. Get the ball rolling. So get knowledge, get started, and third thing, just never give up. Yeah. Keep being a never savage. Yes. Gotta be a savage. You dude. have to never give up. I mean, you have savages in here too. Like you got. Yeah. Freaking darn tough. Yes. Great darn stuff. tough. Great. Open offs, right? Open offs. Yes. Great stuff. You got just Shui's paintings. Come on. Yeah. You got hot shot brewery stuff. Yeah, in that's the back, right. Dude. That's right. Anchor point podcast in the store. Right Come here. on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. So that's that concept, you know, just never give up. Yeah. If you never give up, you you're bound to be successful, you know? So, um, I, and I don't mean like, you know, you know, um, you can either drive from here to Spokane in a car or you can get on a horse, right? Yeah. You could say, Oh, I'm never going to give up. I, I don't mean being dumb. I just mean in general, never give up trying to get better. Never give up trying to be successful. Never give up getting to your goal. Yeah. Get smarter, get wiser. But in general, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit. No matter what, I'm not going to quit. Yeah. Like, I don't care. This is going to happen. Set a goal for yourself. Like, um, I, so I guess moving on to the fourth thing, right? Goal setting. I write things down in my phone. It's kind of like paper. affirmations. Yeah. Yeah. I, I say them in the mirror. I do the same shit here. You know, yeah. I have a vision for my life that I write down on my phone. Yeah. And it's written in there what I want to do, how I want to be, what I want to look like, how I'm going to get there. My family, how I'm going to get there, my wife, my children, you know, all these things. Like I write those things in there, man. You know, yeah. that's the vision. Have vision, have goals. You know, listen, whether you're religious or not, doesn't matter. Um, ultimately I do believe that God places in every single person, passions and visions. Okay. You're born with that stuff. Oh yeah. And God wants you to be successful more than you want to be successful. Okay. And there's, there's this stigma and I'm just going to break it right now in religious cycles that being wealthy or being successful is worldly. This is bull crap. Okay. The calling of Jesus was the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. Okay. Which means that dude, we're going to make earth awesome. Yeah. Business does that. Engineering does that. Medicine does that. Um, relationships relationships do, that. do that. Have healthy marriages. You know, it's all tied up. I'll tell you something. Being an entrepreneur made me a better man. Yeah. Okay. So if you have this passion and drive, you're listening to this right now, it's going to make you a better person. Whether you're spiritual, religious, atheist, I, you know, I don't Doesn't care. Matter. Doesn't matter. Whatever. If you believe that stuff or not, God still cares about you. I, I believe that very strongly. Okay. Um, and I've seen miracles in my life and in business. I could share them. There's a ton of stuff like that. It's very real. It's very active. God is very real. He's been very real in my life, been very real in business. But anyways, the, the, the principle remains the same that success, you were born to be successful. You, just you have gotta, to believe that. You just got to believe in it. Yeah. You have to you believe, believe in yourself. A lot of times. So, so goals is the fourth thing, right? The vision. So fifth thing, mm -hmm. get rid of bad beliefs. Just throw that shit in the garbage. Yes. Yes. Get it, get rid of it. We don't even realize how powerful our words are. Well, it's like a placebo effect. Even yeah. you know, if you keep, if you feed yourself garbage, you're yep. going to get yep. garbage out. And we don't understand that. So there's this um, interesting place. Uh, again, I don't want to get super, you know, uh, bi biblical on you guys, but there's an interesting place in scripture. So it's uh second Corinthians 10. And the writer says this, he's like, we tear down strongholds that are built up in, I'm paraphrasing, tear down strongholds that are built up our, in our minds to the truth of Christ. Okay, so we'd have to get religious about it. But what it means is like, basically there's things that you've believed yeah. in your mind that we call stronghold. So I've heard people say dumb things like, um, I'm never gonna be rich. Let's just say that for example, you know? Okay, yeah, you never will be. Yeah, you just affirmed your own. Do you know belief? why? because you've believed that and you set up a stronghold in your mind, yeah. right? And now when a situation arises, 
you're just going to revert back to that. Yes. Yeah. And opportunity opens up. No, I'm never going to be rich. I'm not going to go do it. So deal with the stuff in your head first, or somebody told you something and you believed it, or somebody, you know, you had a bad experience. And so you built up a, a whole, you know, ministry around the fact that I suck, you know, you have to get rid of that stuff. Yeah. So literally like get a piece of paper. If you're listening to this right now, you want to be successful, get a piece of paper, begin to write down what you want and how you envision yourself. I am wealthy. I am smart. I have good ideas. People like me. Yeah. Dude, I'm serious. Well, that's saying too, that, that whole wealthy thing, wealth comes in a variety of it's flavors. It's not just financial. It's not yeah. just financial, it's man. It's everything combined. Yeah. Yep. This right here, but this conversation that we're having right here, yes. that's, that's absolute wealth to me. A thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. I say wealthy because to me that just means growth, success, happiness, joy. I don't mean just dollars. Yeah. Ultimately that's not going to bring you, you have happiness. all the money in the world, man. In the world. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it is, I'm not going to lie. It's finances are a part of our life in a it huge sure way. Sure makes life you know? easier. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. But okay. This is including your family, your relationships, your personal happiness, your mental health, your rest, your peace, your future, your children, you know, all these things. Being an entrepreneur, uh, it's not this, um, it's interesting that we're talking about this on the fire show, <laughs> but you know, being an entrepreneur is not this Instagram thing where hashtag make moves in silence. Yeah. You know, hashtag be a lion. Yeah. 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 Even though I believe in having that mentality, like lion mentality, it's not, it's not so, Ooh, you know, mad. Yeah. It's not like, know? yeah. Sometimes it ultimately it's a thousand small decisions. Oh yeah. It's a thousand small beliefs. It's you, who you are, who you choose to be. Um, I grew up in the church and I was a youth pastor for two and a half years. And so that's why I kind of come back to this stuff, but I've, you know, preached a lot, talked a lot, shared with a lot of young people, helped and counseled a lot of young people, like, you know, younger kids and stuff. And, you know, I've seen that we, we put too much stigma on, um, you know, like going to church and whatever. It's really, you know, I, I don't really care about that stuff. I can't remember, but who are you? Yeah. Are you a good person? Yeah. Who, who you are, right? Yeah. Do you make good choices, right? And, and uh, do you have good beliefs? Do you have strong beliefs? And, you know, again, whether you're religious or not, it's like, I'm going to choose to be awesome and choose to be good. And most, I think most people across the board believe in God, but it's like, there's either they grew up in the church or they didn't, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, and, and so it's like, listen, I've found really, really great people outside of the church. I found really, really great people inside of the church. Yeah. I found really bad people outside the church and I found really bad people inside the church, you know? And so ultimately it comes down to who am I going to be? What am I going to choose to be? And if, if you're making good decisions and you're like, listen, I want to be great. I have a vision for my life. I want to raise my family. I have a healthy marriage. I want to be successful. I want to be awesome. Dude, you're going to naturally fall in love with the Lord. You're going to naturally fall in love with those things. You're going to be naturally drawn to those things. Like oh, yeah. sometimes we think that like God is distant and far away. And, and this person on a throne far away, it's not like that. He's very personable and very close. And sometimes we think that we always have to pursue the Lord. I would say that he's also always kind of pursuing us. And so it's just about us making that decision. What am, we're going to fight for, what we're going to strive for. And being an entrepreneur, you have to have a vision, have goals, write those things down. Dude, I did that. Yeah, I do that. God's blessed me in a huge way. I have a personal relationship with the Lord. I've seen people who are successful that don't have personal relationships with the Lord. And, but then they find him later. Mm -hmm. They find him along that journey. They find him along that road, you know, and, and God deals with everybody in a kind of a different way a little bit. And, you know, everybody has their own journey, but I would say absolutely. Like you have to have visions, you have to have goals, you have to have dreams, get rid of bad beliefs, you know, and I'll, I'll say this to you last thing, kind of on the religious stuff. God talks to you more than you think. 
just in different ways, subtle ways. Yeah. Subtle ways. I, yeah. I, I'm not a religious guy myself. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But, uh, you know, these, the things that you're saying right now, I mean, those could be regardless of religion, doesn't yeah. matter what sect of whatever you're in, or even if you're an atheist, don't yeah. believe in yeah. it at all, or if you're just, I don't know, a, a pagan or something. Sure. Sure. doesn't matter. All of these things that you're saying, they relate to the normal person. You mm-hmm. can take a lot of things that you're saying right now and apply them to your life. And if you choose to be passionate about it and live a good life, it doesn't matter, man. It still has value. Yeah. Those words have value. Yeah. And the things that you believe by yourself, dude, like if you believe that you're a loser, you're going to be a loser, dude, you're going to run into issues. Like it's just, it, that's why you clean your head. You got to get your, so you ask Take me, those, care the, of your mental health. That's right. The tips I would give to an entrepreneur, you know, um, first thing is get knowledge. Second thing, get the ball rolling. You got to do stuff. Um, what was the third thing that I said? Uh, oh, vision, plan things, have goals. Fourth thing, beliefs, man. You really got to start believing the right things. You really got to be positive and, and just get this bad stuff out of your head. Like, um, man, I was just talking to somebody the other day, like that you just set up limits in your mind. Oh yeah. You know, why, why? There's really no point. In There's it. no point. Yeah. Break them. Like this whole thing right here. Yeah. I was like so apprehensive to do it and yeah. took a conversation with Hotshot Brewery to actually pull the trigger. Yeah. And this whole yeah. idea came out of like a half drunk conversation at a bar. Yeah. There you go. And I, I, I love doing this, man. Right. I, I, this is great. There you go. I wish Break. I could make my full-time job. Yeah. I'll there you go. One day. One, one day. day. Very soon. Right. Come Hopefully. on. Very soon. Come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. <laughs> Joey. And um, you break the stigmas, man. Oh, yeah. Break, break the bad stuff you believe. Like, it's just the, like, again, these things, oh, I'm, uh, that's not me. I'm not going to be, you know, at that financial position or nah, that's not me. I, I, I'm not going to have a, you know, that thing, or I'm not going to be that way. Stop, yeah. stop, stop, stop. Dude, get a piece of paper for, for, for crying out loud, go on YouTube and go look at what the successful lives of people look like. Get an idea, get a picture in your head. Well, everybody has another, their own measure of, of like, Success right, too. right. Exactly. Yeah. My, my point is you get some motivation, you know, because you don't know what you don't know. So you have to see something, you know, get a taste of something, you know, and then you'll, you'll be like, okay, I want this. I want this kind of relationship. I want this kind of happiness. Mm-hmm. I see how happy that person is. It's possible to be happy like that. Yeah. I want to be happy like yeah. that, you know, and, and just boom, you just go, go, go just like that, you know? So yeah, that's, I'd say the really big four key things. Um, and it's not, you know, I've heard other people say stuff like on podcasts and YouTube videos, and it sounds very like euphoric. Mm-hmm. And there is a level of that, you know, especially in the vision aspect, but ultimately you just got to do it. You just got to get down. You just got to do it. You got to start with the number one thing. I'm going to learn. Second thing, I'm going to have goals and have dreams. Third thing, uh, excuse me, uh, saying that I'm going to get the ball rolling. I'm going to get going. You know, I'm going to have goals and dreams and visions. I'm going to get rid of bad beliefs. Like when you get a bad thought, so let that shit go. Dude, you just say to yourself, no, that's not true. Yeah. You know, actually this is what's true. Like I, I had, the, I absolutely had that, you know, and I would literally, well, like, everybody has that. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody you know? does. Yeah. yeah. And either just does it talk about it or don't, you know, I'd literally go in the mirror and be like, no, Tim, that's not true. Here's what is true. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. You know what, what I want, what my vision is, you know, we are going to be successful. You know, we are this and this, you know, and dude, my, my mind has changed in such a huge way. I've grown as a man in unbelievable ways. And I'm just so excited for more of the future. And I see, I'm beginning to see these common core principles of success in successful people. They kind well, of do thing, those though. things. There's a thing with success, right? It, people tend to dictate like success or being successful is a particular point in time, a stage in your life. When in reality, successful is a everlasting circular wow, thing. It's that's like a good point. That's, that's the way I see yeah. it at least. It's like yeah. being successful. It's like, 
yeah, you have this end goal of where you want to be or whatever yeah. like that. Is that your definition of success? No, the success is the process yeah. involved with that. And it yeah. continues to evolve. That's very good. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of principles um, that I would learn and read up from just reading scripture too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, you know, whether you believe in, in if you're religious or not, but like, honestly, just reading the teachings of Jesus, there's so many, there's a lot of good principles there that I would pick up from my own life. And, um, I do that often. Um, there's this, um, collections, there's this book, it's a collection of all the things that Jesus ever said, which are historical, legit and real, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I would read those things often and, and just get those principles in my mind to change the way that I think there's this awesome passage where it says that we have the mind of Christ, you know, and I want to think that way. I want to think powerfully. I want to think beautifully. I want to think with wisdom. You know, I want to have that mind and I believe for that. And I read those things and I believe that. And, and you know, that's me, but that th- I've seen so much the power of changing your mind and changing the way you think and how it affects your life. Oh yeah. You know? Um, Anthony Hopkins, who's an actor. Yep. Yeah. He has this video that he released on Instagram and he's older now. I think he's in his eighties, but he's a hell of an actor. He's yeah. Yeah. He's world, world famous actor. Right. Oh, yeah. And he has this video that he released and um, it's just him, you know, in front of a camera. He's like, believe, 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 whatever it is, believe. Yeah. Even if you don't play the game, act the part, act as if you believe and it'll happen. You know? And he's like, take it from an old fool like me. Just believe, 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 believe. And that part when he said, even if you don't act as if you do. Yeah. Dude, that's so true because you don't always feel like it. Well, we have this like this saying in the fire community called fake it till you make it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's obviously yeah. dark humor right there, but yeah, but yeah, man, I mean, the whole fake it till you make it concept. I mean, that's, that's huge. And I had that conversation with another uh, business owner in the fire community Yeah, and yeah, it's actually not fake it till you make it. It's make it till you continue to keep on continue to keep on making it right yeah. so all the people that have ideas you'll figure it out yeah you'll yeah. figure it out entrepreneur guys that maybe want to get started do stuff in the off season you know th- those are four key things that i could share with you that have really impacted me in a huge way mm-hmm. and you just got to go you just got to do it if you fail okay good learning experience go on to the next thing back to this never give up yeah never quit never give oh that was the other one that was missing never, never give up never quit you know yeah. So that you got to have to execute the strategy with absolute fucking savagery. Exactly. Exactly. You never give up. You never quit, you know? And so uh, we applied that philosophy. Thank God, you know, we've got kind of off the ground and we have a solidified name and a solidified brand and a solidified image. But it wasn't without its fights. It wasn't without a fight. It wasn't without hard work. Or struggle. 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 Many hours, countless hours. Yeah. That 10,000 hours thing become, yeah. A yep. professional or whatever. And yeah, I don't necessarily that. believe that everybody has to have this insanely hard road. I think you can be, get there faster yeah. with wisdom, but the general, there's a season that you got to go through of that tireless, countless hours. Everybody has that season. Someone's season is longer. Someone's season is shorter, but you still have to go through that, you know? And so we're still kind of in there and we're just kind of now getting out, meaning we're We've, you know, our, like I said, our name is recognized more. Our image is out there more. Our brand is a little more recognized. Mm-hmm. Like, awesome. Like, we're so happy with that, you know, and it's, I, I sleep well, you know, and I know that we're, we're, we're going to be good. We're oh, going to yeah. be good. Just going to keep being awesome. Keep being good. And I can just, like I said, we're proud. We're happy. Very, very happy. It's proud. We're very proud season in our life right now. Good, man. Yeah. And a lot of those concepts you're talking about, man, that, that's, yeah. Like I said, man, that could be applied to even fire. Yeah. Right. You want to be successful? Well, work out, work on it. Get rid of the negativity. You're not, don't say that, oh, I'm never going to be a battalion chief. Dumbest thing you could do. Fucking do it, man. Yeah. Just follow the path. There's a process. You got to trust in the process, right? Yeah. Whether you believe you can or you can't, that's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
There you go, man. Yeah. So. That's cool, man. Excellent words of wisdom. Yes. Yeah. Do my best. Oh yeah, dude. So what's the future of JK boots, man? What are we yeah. looking at? Um, we're looking at just more of the same. So, you know, product, all this stuff. Oh, some, some, some new products, which actually, <gasps> Ooh, Ooh. Ooh, 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 we're going something. live. We're going live. Nice. All right, guys. I haven't done a drop yet, but I will soon. Anchor points. The first one to hear about it. We have a <laughs> new boot model. Bang. I don't know if you can see it on the video. You want me to grab one of these other ones for a comparison? Here, I got one for you right now. Okay. Toss it to you. You got it? All right. Yeah. We call it the OT. Da, 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 da. Right there. I like it. Idea behind the boot. Um, something lighter, more flexible, uh, much more easy, malleable, quick, slim. Um, what we're doing is we're doing an eight inch top. Um, we're doing what's called a flexi design on it. So this particular midsole, it kind of gets feathered out at the ball of the foot. And then the rest just becomes that rubber slip and outsole with still a midsole on the inside. So it just okay. gives a lot more flexibility yeah, and it reduces like, the weight hugely. Also, we're doing a low heel on it. So we drop the heel, um, we drop the arch a little bit. Yeah, so it's that one lift base right there. Um, eight inch top, easy, light, flexible, designed for honestly anybody who wants it, but probably more like pilots, rappler, uh, repellers, um, anybody like on a base or station running around quick, nimble all the time. I've done it for a couple, uh, type two guys mm -hmm. and they are very happy with it. I can't say, um, you know, like, I, I don't know how it's going to be, you know, for a hot shot, you yeah. know, just hiking insanely all the time. I think it would be pretty good, but okay. I, I can't say for sure. So the idea behind it was light, quick, mobile, easy, fast, slim, fast almost breaking. no breaking. Almost, yeah, literally almost no break in. Yeah, this is when, way lighter material than. Yeah, it's actually the same yeah. weight of leather as the as the inlander. Okay, it's just all of this right here in this area. Really? Yeah, and also the eight inch top and the low heel. It's amazing. Yeah, hmm. you feel that the the lightness and the yeah you can actually right? bend it. Yeah, you can yeah, actually bend it. Yeah, so comfy, easy, really good. It's called the OT. We're going to drop it sooner on our website and on YouTube. I'll do a more in depth review on YouTube, but I would get a pair um, just because. On, and honestly, not just for fire, anybody. We have a boot right now called the Forefront that we're doing for like a, a lot of the iron worker guys. It's the same flexi model design, but it's built for like the iron worker in mind. Yeah. People guys are like kneeling yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah. Loving it, bro. It's blowing up. So this thing's going to blow up too. Um, yeah. Just more lightweight, more, more nimble, quick, slim, fast break in, not a heavy, thick, you know, idea behind it, more a fast, quick, nimble idea behind it. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. So we'll drop it soon. Keep an eye out for on Instagram and then on, uh, on our website. We're going to try to keep some in inventory. No promises. Um, and like you said, man, it's season, man. It's yeah, hard it's right now. The season. Yeah, so yeah. like I said, I've, I've tested a couple sets out right now. Um, we probably have five or six guys right there just wearing them kind of all in different regions. Nothing but good reports. Nice, man. Yeah. No, I'm excited for you guys. This yeah. is pretty cool. This yeah. is legit. It is legit. Yeah. I wish so, I had yeah. some of these for like my hell attack crew. My hell yeah. Attack I think that career. that would be really good for it. The hell yeah. attack guys. Um, anybody, you know, probably... Probably, I don't know, maybe some engine guys too. Oh yeah, just, I'd rock know, that on an engine for sure, yeah, especially yeah, the low heel. Yep, yep. You're yeah. doing a lot of running, a lot of mobility, you know, a lot of hopping in and out, up and down all the time. I think it's, I think it's going to be legit. Um, yeah. Nice, yeah. man. Other than that, you know, more of the same. Like I said, getting better, getting faster. We definitely want to put some more stores out there. Um, I'm not going to say where because I don't have anything confirmed yet. But, I was going to ask you that question, but yeah, you answered yeah, it for yeah. me. Because <laughs> I don't want to, you know, give false hope. Hey, if you want a JK boot store in your city, start a GoFundMe crowdfund. We'll come. <laughs> there we go. I'm serious. You know, like let us know, you know, where you, where, where you want us to be. But yeah, definitely. We just want to bridge the gap for accessibility. So we're yeah. going to be as accessible as possible. So you're going to have one store in every region, man. That's what they're telling me. You know, that's, that's, what be a weird one. that's what I've been hearing, you know, so just something, 
out there for everybody, you know, and, and region five is huge. So maybe a few there, um, and you know, six, four, three, all these places. So that's what I've been hearing, you know, just some, something super accessible along these corridors, you know, just logical strategic areas that are going to be easy to reach. I'm glad that we're in Reading. I'm glad that we're in Boise. There's a big fire community here. Huge fire community oh, yeah. here. Um, and logging community too. Yep. Massive. So yep. it's, we're, we're good and accessible now, you know, somewhat we're going to get even better. So that's definitely the future too. And, um, I guess I said it's the short term, you know, vision, you know, just keep doing more of the same. We just want to get, keep getting better and, you know, releasing better models and boots. And I think eventually, you know, we'll do maybe something else like, you know, cool colors and things like that. Let and, me get know, a cool. Yeah. Some fancy yeah. stuff. Well, you guys are doing the cruise stamps. We're doing the cruise stamps. Oh yeah. We yeah. do the cruise stamps. Yep. We do a lot of the logos and we do a lot of repeats. We will keep them on file. Um, so if you want your crew logo stamped on the boots, we do that for sure. Uh, you just got to send me the PDF. And then we'll keep it on file for the crew, you know? Nice. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know if, you know, traveling is going to get back on the agenda, you know, with all this stuff. Yeah. Um, COVID is a thing of the past now. Yeah. Hopefully it will, you know, hopefully there'll be some, cause there was nothing all 2020 that was, that we could go to, you know, it was yeah, all yeah, kind it was of shut, shut, shut off. Right. Yeah. You know? So we'll see. I mean, if traveling kind of gets back on the agenda, you know, I mean, we'll probably probably do something, some academies and stuff like that. And like we've always done in the past and just kind of be more accessible and more out there, but come visit us in Spokane. You know, come yeah. visit us in Reading, you know, come see the stores. Um, you know, it's, it's cool. We're trying to make them look good and trying to make it an experience and you know, maybe we'll get some beer in there or something. Like yeah. <laughs> a vending machine in like the Diet Coke is actually cool, passed. Huh? Yeah, that's right. There we that, go. Oh, that's some cheap stuff, but yeah, yeah. Hey that'd man, it cool. works in a pinch. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. So something like that. But um, for now, we're just really happy. We're really happy with the feedback of everybody. Well, that's the most important thing to us. And um, we're just enjoying life, enjoying making boots, and we're very happy. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. cool, man. Cool. Well, thank you for being on the show. But at Absolutely. the end of the show, I always give the opportunity for you to give a shout out to like a homie, hero, mentor. Okay. What do you got for us, man? Okay, okay. Ooh, here we go. Um, shout out. I'm going to shout out that firefighter from Mount Taylor, Rudy Chavira. That's his name. Okay. <laughs> he Great owes guy. beers. He owes beers. Yeah. He owes beers. Awesome guy. Very helpful to our company. He spread our name out there a lot. Um, he's awesome. You know, obviously shout out to my parents and my family who I've already mentioned. Shout out to Burke. Yep. Shout out to Hotshot Brewery. You know, the, the question mark behind him, uh, behind that, that the mystery that, man, the mystery man, you know, he's awesome. A lot of respect. Um, he's, he's helped us as well. He helped get our name out there and it's good having him as a friend and talking to him. So yeah. that's been awesome. Um, you huge shout out to Brandon and Thanks, Brandon. you guys are awesome. So you are huge. You're awesome. We just a lot of respect and I'm glad that we did a third episode and Hey, when you go on Joe Rogan, don't forget about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a shout so out. Joe Rogan. Shout JK out there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And, um, other than that, you know, um, yeah, we're just really thankful in general to the community. I think, um, Awesome. Just awesome. Just awesome people. At the, at the end of the day, you know, like this is our livelihood. This is how we live. And I'm so happy that we are, you know, have people that love us and, and honor us and buy boots from us. And, and it's just really, really cool. So we're really glad and really thankful. Right on. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah. And sharing your philosophy, Absolutely. a little bit about yourself, yes. your company and the story behind it, man. Yeah. I like this. I like this kind of conversation, man, because yeah. it, kind of, it, it adds a more personal and yeah. real feel. To this was good. What you guys are doing. So this is a good show. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, cool, man. Once again, right, thank man. you. Thanks, Brian. And boom, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, another episode of the Anchor Point Podcast is in the books with Tim from JK Boots. 
Tim, dude, thank you so much for being on the show and kind of uh, sharing your philosophy and your, uh, your, I guess, just who you are and how you run the company as a person. It's pretty badass, man. And uh, yeah, little little taste of the American dream. And it's pretty cool to hear that story and see where you guys are going in the future. So once again, thank you very much. Anyways, hope everybody's doing okay. Uh, I know that this season, well, it's only July and it's uh, feeling like a little bit like late August as far as fire behavior. So stay safe out there and uh, keep your head in the game and yeah, start lining things up for, uh, you know, talking about it in uh, the off season or just make a jump on it and start talking about uh, all the things that are the stressors of the career. Now line up those uh, resources now, please. It'll do you some favors. Special shout out to our sponsors. We've got Mystery Ranch, makers of the finest damn packs in the fire game and creators of the Backbone series. So go over to www.mysteryranch.com and check them out. We also got Hotshot Brewery, kick-ass coffee for a kick-ass cause. Go over to www.hotshotbrewing.com and pick up all of your morning making essentials. We've got the ass movement. Not really a sponsor, but I just like the message that they're saying. And uh, yeah, spread the good word about Bearing Your Turrets. Go over to www.firewild.com and check out the ass movement. And last but not least, we've got the Smoky Generation. And yeah, it is awesome. You got those grants going. Bethany, you have a kick-ass organization going. Keep it up. And then if you want to find out more, go over to www.wildfireexperience.com. Sorry, .org. Wildfireexperience.org and check it out. You know the drill. Stay safe, stay savage, peace.